Hello everybody and welcome back to my channel or welcome back to my podcast if you are listening to this episode in the audio version only. My name is Rux, I'm a Western Tropical Astrologer and today we are going to be talking about your May horoscope. But before we do that, before we begin, I have a few things that I would like to mention from the very, very beginning. As you might have heard me say many times, I'm a Western tropical astrologer, therefore all videos on my channel, all episodes on my podcast will follow Western tropical astrology. In my practice, I use the whole sign house system. I do not use Placidus. So if you use Placidus, that then that's that's completely up to you. Or if you use a, another house system like Koch or like equal houses and uh, and so on. But just for you to know from the very beginning that all my forecasts are built using the whole sign house system. Also, if you want to work with me, you can find me on my website, which is writteninthestars-astrology.com. That is writteninthestars-astrology.com. Uh, if you want to book a live uh, astrology consultation with me, I am now taking bookings. Well, when I'm filming this actually on the 23rd of April, I'm taking bookings for uh, the last week of May and the beginning of June. Before I forget, I'm also running in May a one month live intensive uh, course focused on transits. It's called Astrological Forecasting with, uh, with Transits and uh, you are going to uh, learn from me how to build a forecast from scratch for yourself or for others using the most popular um, astrological forecasting technique out there. We're also going to learn together about solar returns. So you're going to learn how to combine uh, transits and, uh, and solar returns. This course is suitable for astrology students that already have a good grasp on natal chart interpretation. So if you have a good understanding of houses, signs, planets, their symbolism, how to um, put it all together, then this course is suitable for you. If you're not there yet, then maybe it would be best to wait. The course starts on the 7th of May. We are going to get together every Saturday from the 7th of May onwards. And in the last week of May, we're going to get together both on Saturday and on Sunday. So the course officially ends on the 29th of May. Now, if you can't make it to all five live sessions, to all five uh, live classes, that will be approximately two and a half hours, three three hours long, or maybe even, even a little bit more than that, because I always take questions at the end and sometimes we, we go over time, but I always spend time to answer your questions because after all, what's, what's the point of running a live... Uh, uh, course if uh, if there's no room for that if you can't make it to one of the uh, live sessions to one of the live classes then that's okay because all classes will be recorded so all five will be recorded you are going to receive them and you can watch them at your leisure I'm going to leave a link in the comment section on how you can sign up. You can sign up on my uh, on my website for uh, the Astrological Forecasting with Transits course. And also, please keep in mind that there are limited spaces available. Let's talk about the astrology of May because, oh boy, let me just let, let me just say it. It's going to be one wild, wild month. And... Uh, 
that's because there's so much going on in the sky. Literally, there is so much going on. We've got uh, we've got an eclipse. Uh, we've got Jupiter changing signs. We've got uh, a Mercury retrograde. So it's probably looking back let's say at 2022, let's say we're in 2023 already, looking back at 2022, May is going to be one of the most memorable months. There's good stuff, there's challenging stuff, you know, like there always is in uh, in life. The gist of it is, it's eventful. That's, um, that's for sure. So let's look at the key astrological events unfolding in May of 2022, then of course we are going to go into the updates for the 12 zodiac signs. Jupiter. Jupiter changes signs, so it goes from Pisces into Aries this uh, this month. That happens on the 10th of May uh, until the 28th of October. Uh, Jupiter will go retrograde on the 28th of July, and uh, then afterwards it will go direct on the 23rd of November, but at the time it will be already back in Pisces. Jupiter has not been in Aries since 2010. Uh, the last time when Jupiter was in Aries was between the 7th of June 2010 until the 8th of September 2010, and also from the 23rd of January 2011 until the 4th of June 2011. I've actually uh, shot a video dedicated to this transit, and uh, I've also given updates for all 12 zodiac signs, so you can go back to uh, to my channel and, and go through the um, uh, videos that, that I've uh, released in April, and you're going to see that there is a Jupiter in Aries special. Jupiter spends approximately one year in each sign, so it's going to go back into Aries at the end of this, uh, at the end of this year, but I do think there's going to be a tremendous kind of like shift energetically that we're all going to feel um, at a collective level and at an individual level. Um, Jupiter in Pisces is in domicile. Pisces is a much more mellow kind of uh, kind of energy. Um, it's uh, I want to say a much more passive energy because if we compare Pisces to Aries, of course Pisces can come across as more passive. And Aries is the initiator. Aries is the trailblazer. Aries is the one that opens up the path. So what can we expect from Jupiter and Aries in general? Loads of courage, uh, increased confidence when it comes to taking risks and uh, and acting uh, boldly. Um, Jupiter is the planet of expansion, of opportunity, um, of protection, of adventures. Um, Jupiter and Aries can also be excessively daring, excessively bold, and excessively individualistic, and maybe even aggressive. So with Jupiter and Aries, there's going to be um, a spotlight placed upon Protection and defense, which is a very Aries topic, um, a, a spotlight placed upon the military. Let's uh, let's say I wouldn't be surprised if across different countries in the world there will there would be kind of like martial law uh, and installed or instilled or whatever the word is, because Jupiter is also connected with whatever is morally right or wrong. So this is probably one of the most uh, significant astrological events for uh, for the month of May. What else is going on? Well, of course, we have another eclipse. We have a lunar eclipse on the 15th, 16th of May in Scorpio. This eclipse reflects back uh, to themes that occurred um, or that came up to um, the forefront of our minds 
in the last week of February of this year, and also the first week of March, that's when the transiting nodal axis was at the degree of this eclipse. And also, I would recommend looking back at what was going on in your lives around the 4th of November last year, when we had a new moon in Scorpio. Mercury goes retrograde. <laughs> in uh, Gemini on the 10th of May, uh, same day when, when Jupiter moves into uh, Aries. So it goes retrograde in Gemini at 4 degrees, uh, 51 minutes. Um, on the 23rd of May, it, it slides back into Taurus, Mercury retrograde. It goes out of retrograde on the 3rd of June at 26 degrees of Taurus. So if you have planets in your chart between Let's see. Well, especially between four degrees, between 26 degrees of Taurus and four, four degrees of, of, of Gemini, you're obviously going to feel this uh, the most. You're going to feel this uh, the strongest. Also, if you have uh, planets in uh, mutable signs um, between zero and four degrees of mutable signs. So the mutable signs are Gemini, Sagittarius, Pisces, Virgo. And also if you have planets in fixed signs between 26 and 29 degrees. Um, you're going to feel this the strongest. What are the fixed signs? Uh, Taurus, Scorpio, and Aquarius, Leo. So these are the folks that will probably feel the Mercury retrograde the most. Other events on the 2nd of May, um, Venus gets out of uh, Venus gets out of Pisces and moves into Aries. Um, it's debilitated in, in, in Aries, Venus in Aries. It doesn't necessarily feel that uh, that good. Why is that? Because there isn't a lot of alignment between the nature of Venus and the nature of, of Aries. Aries is about the individual. Um, Venus is about sharing. So you can, you can see why there could be uh, um, some difficulties, especially at a collective uh, level. I, at an individual level, we all learn to work. We're creative enough as, as human beings to work with any placements. It doesn't matter whether you've got Mars in Cancer, Venus in Aries, the Moon in Capricorn, like yours truly, <laughs> the Sun in Aquarius, also like yours truly. So it doesn't matter uh, that much at uh, at an individual level uh, whether you have, um, let's say, planets uh, uh, feeling good or not so good in, in the signs that they are placed in. But at a collective level, I will tell you, Venus and Aries will have a love of fighting, will have a love of, of competition, will have, um, will place a lot of, a lot of value upon the rights of the individual as opposed to, um, well, as opposed to finding the middle ground, uh, finding the, uh, finding the common ground. So Venus and Aries is going to stay there until the 20th of May. Um, then we will have on the 5th of May, a conjunction between the sun and Uranus and Taurus. So watch out for this day because, um, there's, there's, there's bound to be some, some news, some, some announcements about the economy, something, something kind of like being shaken up, some, some disruption, something of that uh, type. On the 13th of May, uh, the sun will conjunct the North Node in, um, in Taurus. So uh, many of the themes that the North Node in Taurus brings to our attention from January of this year until July of next year will uh, be kind of like emphasized uh, around the 13th of May. On the 15th of May, the Sun in Taurus is squaring Saturn and Aquarius. So um, it may feel like, um, 
well, this is a very stubborn day. It may feel like we're, we're kind of like at a, at a stalemate. No one wants to, no one wants to, um, bend, I, I'd say on this day. Then of course, 16th, 15th, 16th of May, uh, the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. It's a mixed bag. It's squaring Saturn, but at the same time, it's nicely aspected to Neptune and Mars in Pisces. On the 18th of May, uh, Mars will conjunct Neptune in Pisces. I, I do see this as a day of, of, of battles and as a day of fighting, but not necessarily uh, fighting with maybe all uh, all the right kind of like facts in, in mind. It's almost like you're fighting in the dark. Uh, there's quite a bit of fog in, 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 uh, in whatever area you need to fight or to compete. On the 21st of May, the sun moves into Gemini for the next four weeks. On the 24th of May, uh, Mars enters Aries, its domicile. Now, Mars in Aries is going to know exactly what it's doing. It's going to say, um, like, 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 like a bullet, like an arrow, this is what I want, this is where I'm headed, this is where, I, where I'm going. Um, so it kind of like dispels some of the confusion around wants, needs, and uh, desires that may have been uh, quite the theme with Mars in Pisces. On the 25th of May, uh, Mercury in Taurus is trining Pluto in Capricorn. Um, on the 27th of May, Venus in Aries is squaring Pluto in uh, in Capricorn. Oh my days! Like I I I don't really like this uh, this particular energy for relationships. It's it it's bound to be explosive and not necessarily in a good way. On the 28th of May. Venus moves into its uh, domicile in Taurus. So I'm liking the Venusian energy uh, from the 28th of May until the 23rd of, of June. On the 29th of May, Mars will conjunct Jupiter in Aries, a day of a great battle, but also of a great victory, most likely. And on the 30th of May, we have a new moon in Gemini with Mercury retrograde, which is very interesting at the time in Taurus. The new moon is nicely aspected to uh, Mars conjunct Jupiter in Aries. Um, it's it's a very kind of like interesting mix uh, the month of May because on the one hand, we've got that Jupiter moving into uh, Aries. We've got Venus in Aries. We've got Mars in Aries. It's like all systems go. Let's power through this. Let's, let's hit that bullseye. On the other hand, Mercury is retrograde. So it feels like there are some battles that are being refought that's that's the the general energy of um, of this and come the end of may with venus moving into taurus i really like this because it feels like things are maybe settling down a little bit after eclipse season after all of that even if mercury is still not out of uh, a retrograde so general overview for uh the month of uh, of may let's go through the updates for all 12 zodiac signs but before we do that please 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 keep in mind to listen, first and foremost, to the update for your rising sign. If you don't know your rising sign, find out your time of birth and go online and generate your natal chart on astro.com or on alabi.com slash free chart. Um, listening to the update for your rising sign is as close as you can get to um, getting a personal reading from an astrologer. Of course, it's not the same because when you get a personal reading, like the ones that I do, uh, we obviously look at your entire uh, chart at all of your placements. We also use other forecasting techniques, not just transits. We use progressions, perfections, directions, and so on. But, but, if you do one thing, if you want to get the most out of astrology without getting a personal reading, uh, then 
find out your rising sign and listen to that update. My dear Aries, Aries suns and Aries risings, what can I expect from the month of May? Well, a lot of energy, a lot of fire, a lot of stamina, a lot of passion. That is what you can expect, Aries. This month, uh, you are going to have both benefics on your side. Uh, Venus is going to be in your corner from the 2nd of May until the 20th of May. And Jupiter is going to be in your corner, the great benefic, the bringer of good luck, of opportunities, of prosperity, of abundance. Jupiter is going to be in your corner from the 10th of May until the 20th of October. This is a fantastic month, Aries. I'll just go out there and say it. To kick off something uh, that uh, maybe you've been postponing, to, to go boldly in the direction of, of something that maybe you've wanted to get off the ground, um, especially when it comes to partnerships, relationships, business partnerships, money, sources of income, traveling, and legal matters. Why do I say that it's a good time to get off the ground something that you've been postponing? Uh, because Mercury is going to be retrograde from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June. So um, maybe some kind of like some, some issues from the past or some uh, projects that, that uh, you, you didn't have the opportunity to pursue in the past, they could come back to your attention. They could come back knocking at your, at your door. This is definitely a month for you to not be afraid to charge forward. Um, you are... You're protected in ways, well, cosmically speaking, you're protected in ways that uh, you haven't been in a very, very long time. Uh, Jupiter has not been in your corner since 2010, since uh, June of 2000 and uh, since June of 2010. Um, Venus in your corner is also saying you're going to be very persuasive. People are going to open doors to you. Um, you are likely to be even more kind of like charming and even more appreciated than you normally are, I'd say, until the 28th of May. And you may have a lot of kind of like um, a lot of fire, uh, a lot of uh, energy available to to take a leap of faith forward, um, like I said, in the direction of maybe a postponed project uh, of an educational nature, uh, maybe a postponed trip, uh, maybe uh, some sort of uh, project that would increase your income. I'd say go for it. Don't look back and uh, let me know how it's going. I will also say this. It is important. It is important to be very careful what sort of uh, papers you sign. So uh, you, you may feel like very excited to get things off the ground and I get it. You may also feel incredibly, <laughs> incredibly impatient this, uh, this month. The thing is, even if you do feel impatient, you're likely to feel like the, the, like the wave of your life is kind of like taking you forward. I, I strongly recommend reading carefully any sort of documents and papers that you sign uh, just because Mercury is going to be retrograde from the uh, 10th of May until the 3rd of June. So that's that's kind of like my my only uh, my only thing, my only concern. Um, you may feel excited this month to um, 
embark upon some sort of like new uh, new um, educational um, uh, journey. Uh, you may feel excited, for instance, to apply for, I don't know, like citizenship. You may feel excited to start planning a trip or, or something like uh, or something like that. It does feel like there are some maybe outstanding issues that you need to take care of financially, especially whilst Mercury is retrograde. Um, like I said, from the uh, 10th of May until the 3rd of June, and especially especially when Mercury slides back into Taurus, into your uh, second house of income from the 26th of, uh, of May until the 3rd of, uh, of June. But the gist of it is the following. Don't waste any time, um, Aries, in pursuing what you want this month. It may feel like the wind is in your sails. Like, I, 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 cannot, stress, I cannot stress that enough. I, I genuinely cannot stress that enough. If you want to buy new clothes, if you want to change your looks, if you want to do all of these things, do it whilst Venus is on your, uh, on your side because Venus is obviously connected with style and beauty and looks. So from the 2nd of May until the 28th of, uh, of May... Uh, let's see what else is happening for you uh, in uh, in May. You can tell that I'm super excited. I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just say it. Uh, you may also start working out again, or or start moving your body in a new way, in an exciting way. You may feel um, you may you may feel like super pumped to do that again, uh, from especially from the second of May um, onwards. On the 5th of May, the sun is conjunct uh, Uranus and Taurus in your second house of income. Now for you, the sun uh, rules, let's see, let's see, let's see, your fifth house. So there could be some sort of unexpected expense connected with uh, maybe one of your passions and hobbies that, uh, uh, that you kind of like have to deal with, or you could quite impromptu feel the need to spend money on something that is connected with what brings you joy, uh, what is fun for you um, or you could feel like okay this is a day when I need to spend money for my for my kids because they they need this from me I want to buy this for uh, for them please also listen to the Jupiter in Aries special that I did essentially from the 10th of May until the 20th of October but I do recommend um, taking advantage of the period when Jupiter is is not in retrograde. So from the 10th of May until the 20th of July, uh, Jupiter is uh, in your first house. So it's a good time uh, for a new beginning for you. It's a good time to take risks, to take chances, to learn something new, to travel somewhere new, uh, to uh, um, maybe um, find a mentor, to find a teacher. Whatever you set your mind uh, to kind of like get accomplished, Jupiter is really giving you kind of like that that boldness to just kind of like do it. On the 15th of May, uh, we have uh, a uh, square between the Sun in Taurus in your second house uh, and uh, Saturn in Aquarius in your 11th house. It feels like you need to maybe um, make some 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 kind of like challenging difficult choices when it comes to what you spend your money on uh, at this point in time. Uh, you may have to decide whether you do something for yourself or whether you do something together with a group of people. I mean, what, what, what can I uh, what can I say? It's the question here to ask yourself is, if I don't attend maybe this group type of event, even if it's expensive or something like that, is it going to impact my 
work relationships or is it going to impact my career? Because if the answer is yes, then you may end up going to this event or you may end up doing this group type of thing, even if even if that doesn't necessarily leave you that much money uh, to kind of like get done uh, whatever else you want to do for yourself. 16th of May, uh, 15th, 16th, actually, week before, week after, we've got a lunar eclipse uh, in, in Scorpio in your eighth house. Um, it's It's forming... A harmonious aspect with Neptune and Mars in your 12th house, but it is tensely aspecting Saturn in Aquarius in your 11th house. So this is a culminating moment connected with some sort of financial matter, financial issue. Uh, you may feel like you have to bend on a financial matter in order to keep uh, a relationship kind of like smooth and flowing in your life. Uh, there could also be some challenging news financially coming from a partner if you are in a relationship. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partner, it could be a business partner. Um, you could also hear news connected with a lump sum of money that you need to receive, such as inheritance, insurance, or, or something like that. It could be less than you thought, but at the same time, you do seem to feel relieved that it's over, uh, my, um, my, dear, um, my dear Aries. On the 18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune and Pisces in your 12th house. This could feel like a day when you're tired, uh, when you're maybe a little bit uh, devitalized. Um, maybe you're also feeling like you need to give up on a specific battle because you've got other more important battles to fight, which is fair. Choose your battles, as they, um, as they say. If you're kind of like wondering, should I do it? Should I not do it? Uh, only you can answer that question, obviously, but I'd say if it's if if this battle has been sucking the life out of you, just let it go. Just let it go. There, there's like so much kind of like uh, so many other better places for you to direct your energy towards. On the 19th of May, I like this because the sun in Taurus in your second house is trining Pluto in Capricorn in your 10th house of career. So it could be a day when you feel appreciated by uh, a boss or by someone in a position of authority. Um, it could also be a day of good news financially. On the 21st of May, the sun moves into Gemini in your third house for the next four weeks. So it's going to be, uh, well, a period the next four weeks of you maybe being on the road a lot, taking a lot of short distance trips, uh, getting together with colleagues, with friends, um, setting up uh, um, uh, coffee chats, uh, lots of emails, lots of errands to run. On the 24th of May, until the 5th of July, Mars moves into your corner. It moves into your first house. Mars is in domicile in Aries. So let me put it put it out there. Big boss energy is what I see uh, for you throughout this entire period. You're getting things done. No one's getting in your way. Uh, you're direct. You're straightforward even more so. There's clarity in terms of what you want to get accomplished. There's clarity on the path that you want to take moving forward. Um, I will also say this. It feels like you've let go up until this point of whatever maybe people or, or whatever issue you had on your mind that was negatively impacting your mental health, uh, my, um, my dear Aries, you may feel rejuvenated. You may feel re-energized. Um, you may feel like <laughs> the life has come back to your body. I know that sounds dramatic, but it, it may definitely feel like that. Um, careful not to kind of like uh, move too fast and cut yourself or burn yourself or, or something like that uh, when uh, Mars is in your first house. 
25th of May, a good day because Mercury in Taurus in your second house is again trining Pluto in Capricorn in the 10th. So some more good news connected with your finances or in general, you're feeling confident about where you are career wise. Uh, the 27th of May, Venus in Aries in your first house is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in your 10th house. Uh, there could be a bit of an explosive argument with the boss or with a parent. Um, uh, they could take you a little bit by surprise uh, because you feel attacked on this particular um, on this particular day. You're probably going to enjoy, however, defending yourself. <laughs> um, on the 28th of May, until the 23rd of June, a Venus moves into Taurus in your second house of, of money, of income. This may feel like a period when you have tremendous ease in attracting more um, more money your way. Uh, you also enjoy spending your money. You enjoy spending it on nice kind of like clothes, good food, sensual experiences. Uh, it's, it's generally what I call the treat yourself uh, transit. 29th of May, Mars is conjunct Jupiter and Aries in your first house. Uh, this is a great, a great day of, of, of clarity in terms of how, how you want to make sense of your life moving forward. Um, it may feel like you have this very clearly defined idea of what matters to you, what's important for you. Um, you may also feel like this is a day to defend, and you probably will do this. Um, you may feel like this is a day to defend what you believe uh, in and to defend your worldviews and to defend uh, your, your uh, well, your, your life philosophy and whatever feels morally right or wrong. Um, and if you do this, you're probably going to be very persuasive. Uh, you're probably going to have what feels like a higher power on your side. If you need to defend yourself in like court or anything like that, I mean, I'll just say it. I see you winning somehow. <laughs> um, it may also feel like something gets unblocked. Um, and you may also feel like uh, you want to take a take a leap, take a jump forward um, when it comes to your studies and also when it comes to some, some sort of like traveling journey, something of that nature. 30th of May, three days before, three days after, you've got a new moon in Gemini in your third house. Um... Let's see. So it's nicely aspected to Mars conjunct Jupiter and Aries in your first house, but Mercury is at the time retrograde in Taurus in your second house. Let me check once again what this uh, what this new moon looks like. It's at nine degrees three minutes of Gemini. So if you have planets around nine degrees of uh, of mutable signs, then you're gonna feel this the most. Um, mutable signs are uh, Gemini, Sagittarius. Um, Virgo and uh, Pisces. Let's see. So Mercury, which is the ruler of the new moon, is uh, nicely aspected to it's nicely aspected to Neptune. It's also nicely aspected to Pluto. It's in a bit of a tense aspect, but it's not exact uh, to um, Saturn. It feels like you're getting good news around this time. Uh, about some outstanding sum of money or some uh, outstanding payment that you're waiting for. It also feels like maybe you're making finally a sale that has been taking literally forever to uh, to sell. Uh, this could also be a time when you finally um, receive the green light from like a boss or, or a leader um, when it comes to one of your initiatives, but you 
you may feel like it's it's way overdue. It's still okay. It's it's still okay. Let me let me just put it uh, let me just put it out there. Uh, you may also initiate some sort of like writing project, or or um, you may officially start off like some sort of like class or course. But again, it feels like it's something that was postponed. But now it's like okay, the stars have the stars have aligned. It's it's finally a good time, and you've got serious back backing or backup from from uh, bosses, leaders, and so on. Now, if you are a Taurus sun or a Taurus rising, my lovely Taurians, there's a lot of activity this month, especially, especially, let's see, until when? Especially until the 28th of May. Uh, there's a lot of activity this month uh, happening in your 12th house. Of course, it's still Taurus season. Uh, the sun is still in Taurus until the 21st of May, but... Um, you're going to have Venus in your 12th house uh, from the 2nd of May until the 28th of May. Venus is your, your ruling planet. Um, Jupiter is going to be in your in your 12th house um, from the 10th of May until the 28th of October. Mars will also enter your 12th house <laughs> from the 24th of May until the 5th of July. Essentially, my dear Taurus, it feels like this is... This is a very important month for you to do some cleanup in your life. Some some getting rid of um, outdated structures uh, at work. Um, it, it feels like it's a good time to clear up outstanding psychological material that you refuse to deal with up until this point that maybe you you kind of like shoved under the rug and said not now I don't want to look at this I don't care about this no 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 uh, stay away from me this is too painful to to look at it also feels like this is a this is a month for you to reevaluate your life direction and to maybe make peace with the fact that what you thought your life direction will be is changing and it's changing in 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 um, i want to say a, a bit of a drastic way <laughs> of course you had an eclipse in your sign on the 30th of april so when the when the beginning of may uh uh, knocks at your door, you might be like, oh my gosh, what on earth happened? Wh who am I? Where am I going? What am I What am I doing? So it feels like you're processing maybe a lot of that material from the eclipse throughout the month of May. Um, you may also feel the need to do things on your own a lot in, in May and not necessarily be that uh, social, social butterfly or socially active, at least until the sun moves into Gemini on the 21st of uh, of May. You're also going to have a Mercury retrograde happening in your second house and your first house. So it feels like you really need to sit down with yourself this month, uh, Taurus, and ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? Where am I going? Why does this life direction matter to me? Is it time to pivot? The answer probably is yes. <laughs> the answer probably is, yeah, you got to pivot. Yeah, you no longer like working in this environment. Yeah, you got to take care of your body in a different way. Yeah, you were too attached to a specific kind of like life path. And now it feels like things are, are kind of like up in the air. Things are changing. Um, what are you keeping from yourself? What are, what are you in denial of? That's a massive, massive theme for this, uh, for this month, Taurus. So 
my recommendation would obviously be to deal with it and to deal with it with courage. You're going to have a lot of courage. You're going to have a lot of wisdom as to um, what needs to be eliminated out of your life. But at the same time, it's like, unless you, unless you're honest with yourself, then uh, you may feel like there's all sorts of like external energy. It's kind of like maybe sabotaging what you're trying to do uh, or sabotaging the established kind of like order of things in your um, in your life. So that's happening. Uh, let me uh, let me break down the dates a little bit uh, a little bit for you. I know that's a lot. I know I've kind of like laid it all uh, upon you. Venus, uh, which is the ru the ruling planet of your uh, of your sign, um, is in in the sign of Aries until the twentieth of May. Uh, you may feel like you've got a little bit less energy than than normal, a little bit less energy than you usually have, since Venus rules your physical body. Uh, you may also literally enjoy kind of like spending time on on your own uh, throughout this period. Uh, it's a good time to take a break. Um, if you can, I would recommend putting a little bit to your life on pause and going on, on, on a vacation, um, even if it's just for a few days, um, especially from the 2nd of May until the 20th of May at some point. On the 5th of May, um, the sun conjuncts Uranus and Taurus in your first, uh, in your first house. Uh, this is again a day when it feels like you're integrating some of the effects of the eclipse on the 30th of April. It's like, what does this actually mean? <laughs> Uh, the sun rules your fourth house of home, so maybe you're going to announce your, to your parents, listen, uh, I thought this is what I wanted to do with my life, or you might announce your family, not just your parents, this is what I thought I wanted to do with my life, but now I realize mm, things have changed. Uh, from the 10th of May uh, until the 20th of October, Jupiter is in your 12th house. Um, the Great Benefic has not been in your 12th house since uh, June of 2010. I've, I've uh, created a separate video altogether for, for that transit. I do strongly recommend listening to it. Jupiter for you, uh, my dear Taurians, uh, rules your 8th house and your 11th house. Um, it feels like this is the perfect time to let go of some of your demons. So from the 10th of May until the 28th of October, to let go of some of the topics that uh, maybe you're you're afraid to look at. It is, a, it is a good time to grieve, to mourn, to mourn maybe a relationship, to mourn uh, maybe someone who has exited your life. They, they don't necessarily have to have died, like don't get me wrong, but it could be uh, you mourning a friendship that is over you mourning uh, an old dream that you realize it's not going to happen because you're no longer that person so give yourself permission to do that uh, Jupiter seems to give you great insight and great wisdom from the other uh, more kind of like subtle realms of material existence uh, or subtle realms of 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 uh, of, of the universe uh, beyond the material, let's uh, let's say. It's a great time to learn a lot about uh, your shadow, about uh, what uh, you have been repressing. Uh, it's a great time to learn more and to face maybe some taboo topics in your life. So I would strongly recommend doing that. Um, Mercury is retrograde uh, in your second house uh, in, in uh, Gemini. From the 10th of May until the 3rd of June, it actually goes into your first house from the 20, let's see, 3rd of May until the uh, 3rd of June. Uh, this is a great time to maybe put pen to paper and journal, um, maybe clear your thoughts. There could be some delays in payments. 
I'm going to be very straightforward. I'm going to be very honest with you until the, uh, at least until the 3rd of June. So if you were relying on some cash, on some money, I mean, what can I say? It's it, it, it might be a little bit a little bit um, slower than uh, than you thought it would uh, it would be. Um, if you need to sign anything that is uh, linked with finances, money, income between the 10th of May until the 3rd of June, I would postpone it if possible. If not possible, then I would maybe get a lawyer to look at it or or someone who is authorized. 13th of May, the sun is conjunct the North Node in Taurus in your first house. Um, okay, so the person who you're becoming uh, seems uh, even more crystallized uh, on this day. And uh, you may also feel like you've got a, a much stronger sense of what your mission and purpose is in this lifetime. And I know that sounds super kind of like esoteric and whatnot, but that's what it feels like. <laughs> Um, on the 16th of May, week before week after, you've got a lunar eclipse in your seventh house of relationships. Um, it's in a tense aspect to Saturn and Aquarius in your 10th house. It's, however, in a nice aspect, in a harmonious aspect to the planets in your 11th house of friends. Uh, it feels like a relationship is coming to a culminating point, a culminating moment. Uh, you might decide to kind of like uh, say yes to a person or say no for good. Um, someone might get eclipsed out of your life. Um, if that happens, then it is probably for the better when it comes to your long-term goals, plans, and dreams. Uh, you may be very reluctant to announce this to the outside world. Uh, you might feel judged, maybe because a relationship is, is ending. Uh, you may also feel judged if you decide to commit to a partner. Uh, anything could happen at eclipse uh, at, at the time of an eclipse. You might feel judged because you might be thinking, oh no, like the outside world uh, or uh, my parents or whoever I consider to be a figure of authority. They don't necessarily approve of my choice of partner. So that could be a bit difficult. Um, but ultimately, ultimately, you're no longer the person who you used to be. I think that's that's important to, to recognize. Uh, Mars will conjunct Neptune and Pisces in your 11th house on the 18th of May. A friend might get Oh, I, I hate to say it, but uh, what comes to mind is a friend might get hurt on this day um, or or uh, you may feel a little bit, a little bit uh, hurt by something that a friend says you maybe did not see this coming. On the other hand, on the other hand, you do seem to have really good people around you who want what's best for you, even if they maybe are a little bit confused as to what that is exactly. Um, I like the 19th of May because uh, the sun in your first house is trining Pluto and Capricorn in the ninth. So you seem to have greater clarity on, uh, on on your beliefs in terms of what matters to you, in terms of what's important to you. 21st of May, the sun moves into Gemini for the next four weeks in your second house of income. So uh, it feels like in the next four weeks, your your focus is pretty much on, on uh, doing some sort of like rebudgeting, maybe spending money for the house, for the home, uh, maybe doing some repairs around the house and so on. 24th of May um, until the 5th of July, Mars moves into Aries in your 12th house. It feels like you're mourning the end of a relationship uh, throughout this period. Uh, there could also be all sorts of like unexpected, well, um, nuisance, like unexpected, uh, I don't want to call them enemies, but uh, issues and challenges. Um, that maybe interfere with some of the plans that you had made with with partners with business partners and um and so uh, and so on throughout this period it's also a great time to put energy into spiritual matters i'll just say it 
25th of May, a great day because Mercury in your first house is trining Pluto and Capricorn in the ninth. So plans aligned uh, travel wise, you might even travel to a place that you've been to before and you and you love it. 27th of May is a bit of an explosive day. Um, there could be uh, some sort of like um, snafu maybe on the road uh, or there could be some sort of like misunderstanding connected connected with traveling, connected with papers, connected with legal matters. On the 20th of May uh, until the 23rd of June, Venus is in your corner. Venus moves into Taurus. Um, you feel much more at ease, at peace with yourself. You are re-energized. You're revitalized. Um, you, you feel more accepted and appreciated. And you seem to have more confidence and appreciation in where you're at in your life. Um, 30th of May, three days before, three days after, there's a new moon in your second house of income. It does feel like uh, you're, you're you're kind of like excited to redo your your budget. You're you're excited to kind of like revisit where you're at financially. Um, you you might realize that there are some things that need to go in terms of expenses in your life. Uh, you might also realize that it's okay because you're in a good place. Uh, financially, mentally, you've done a lot of cleaning up, you've done a lot of purging, um, so I like it. 29th of May, Mars is conjunct Jupiter and Aries in the 12th house. You may have a, a an out-of-this-world kind of like, a, let's say, insight uh, in terms of what your blind spots are and how you have been sabotaging yourself, I, I, I'd say. My dear Gemini's, Gemini suns and Gemini risings, what can you expect from the month of May? Well, I will tell you this. It's probably going to be one of the most socially active months of the year for you. And why is that? Because there's going to be so much 11th house activity. I kid you not. Uh, your, your social life is going to be on fire. Uh, the... Uh, let's call it sector of collaborations is on fire as well. And there's so many opportunities for you to network, for you to connect with important people, for you to connect with strategic partners out there. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for you. It feels like you're still a little bit reeling from the uh, eclipse that happened in your 12th house around the 30th of April, week before, week after. There's still some energy hovering in that uh, in that area, so to uh, so to speak. So it may feel like you're you're still kind of like on the one hand looking to the future, um, looking at who you want to team up with, who you want to uh, work together with. On the other hand, on the other hand. Um, it also feels like you need to maybe release some outdated ideas. Uh, you need to change your, your views on something um, in order to kind of like move forward with, uh, with your life. So let me start dissecting the month for you. On the 2nd of May um, until the 20th of May, Venus moves into Aries in your 11th house. Uh, in general, this indicates uh, having uh, some, some very kind of like pleasant and fruitful get-togethers with friends, with uh, groups of people. Um, Venus rules uh, your 5th house, so uh, there's a lot of fun to be had in a group type of setup. But, but Jupiter, which rules your 10th house, is going to join Venus in, in the uh, 11th from the 10th of May until the 20th of October. So I will say that the people who you have fun with, uh, the people who uh, you get together with in a group type of setup, they can actually be very... Um, important elements um, for where you're headed next 
career-wise. So you can meet some important people, some influential people. Um, when you go out with friends, for instance, you could be introduced to someone, uh, especially from the 10th of May onwards until the end of the month, you could be introduced to someone. Someone might say, oh, I've got this business idea. You're like, I'm the perfect person to uh, um, advise you on this, uh, or I'm the perfect person because I've got these skills and so on. So I would strongly recommend this month. <laughs> Let me just say it. I would strongly recommend this month that you do go out, um, that you do get together with uh, like-minded individuals, that you do catch up with friends. I would also recommend um, maybe setting some um, courageous goals and objectives for you. Um, Jupiter, who's going to be in your corner from the 10th of, uh, of uh, May until the 20th of October, uh, Jupiter is saying uh, you're either kind of like going big or going home. Ask yourself, who is it that you need to meet? Who is it that you need to, to impress? Who is it that you need to get together with um, in order for you to take your career to the next level? That's the that's the million dollar question, uh, Gemini's. No pressure. There's a lot of fun to be had this month. Don't get me wrong, but there's also a lot of opportunities, strategic opportunities that can come out of fun. Uh, let's say uh, uh, get-togethers. On the 5th of May, uh, the sun is conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your 12th house. So you may have uh, a bit of an epiphany as to something that you need to let go of in your, um, in your life. Uh, you may also have a bit of an aha moment uh, in terms of in terms of your of your way of thinking and in terms of your way of of making sense of reality gemini's like i said on the 10th of may jupiter moves into aries in your 11th house i strongly recommend um listening to the uh, Jupiter and Aries special uh, video that I created. Uh, essentially, Jupiter is likely to bring more friends into your life, more opportunities from friends, from um, peers. Um, it's likely to expand your circle. Uh, it is also likely to give you the, the courage and the boldness uh, to go after some big dreams. So I would recommend taking advantage of it, of course, but that's just me. Uh, the key thing with Jupiter, which is the great benefic and the bringer of opportunities, is that Jupiter does not just bring anything in in, in on our plate without us doing something about it. Um, also, we have a saying in uh, my natal uh, Romania, God gives you food, but they won't feed you. <laughs> so you got to feed yourself. So see the food and then feed yourself. That's my point. That's my metaphor of the day for Gemini's. I hope uh, I hope it was a good one. Uh, Mercury goes retrograde um, from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June um, in your first house until the third until the 23rd of May and then from the 23rd of May until the 3rd of June uh, in your 12th house. It still feels like you need to do some 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 looking inwards, some digging inwards, uh, some introspection throughout this uh, throughout this period. Uh, maybe you're not 100% yet ready and clear on where you're headed to next, and that's okay. Maybe you do need to take a little bit of time off still. Uh, on the 15th of May, uh, we have uh, a square between the Sun in Taurus in your 12th house and Saturn in Aquarius in the 9th. There could be some 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 sort of like disruption, some uh, issues connected with traveling, connected with your car. Uh, there could be like an accident in the middle of the road and you're like, oh no, but I need to get to the airport. Just know that it could happen. Gemini's. On the 16th of May, 
week before, week after, uh, there's a lunar eclipse in Scorpio in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work and of health. Uh, it's in a harmonious aspect to transiting planets in your 10th house of career, but in a 10th aspect to Saturn and Aquarius in the ninth. Um, look back at what you are doing work-wise or health-wise uh, this year from the last week of February until the first week of March and last year around the 4th of November, because uh, issues that came to your attention at that time are likely to come to a close. They are likely to peak around the uh, 16th of May at the full moon lunar eclipse. Uh, some of you might decide to leave a job. Some of you might decide to uh, no longer work with, with a certain group of people. Uh, some of you might uh, decide that it is not worth compromising upon your morals in order to do a specific job. Uh, there could be some, some departures uh, at, at work. Uh, there could be uh, some restrictions connected with uh, changes in, in the law and legislation, even if they, there are, you're in a good place, you're in a good position. So I would recommend kind of like thinking of, of where you're headed to next, uh, rather than wallowing too much into, oh my gosh, I didn't see this coming. 18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune in Pisces in the 10th house. Let's see. I mean, you could feel a little bit attacked or hurt by uh, by something that a boss says. You could also feel disappointed with a boss. <laughs> um, also, someone could step down uh, in terms of leadership. I'd like the 19th of May because the sun in your 12th house is trining Pluto and Capricorn in the 8th house. Um, it feels like you're getting more kind of like peace of mind, uh, internal psychological peace of mind around this uh, this time. The sun moves into Gemini from the 24th, 21st of May for the next four weeks. So it feels like you're getting more energy, more vitality. Um, you feel more confident with the sun on your side. Mars. Let's see. On the 24th of May, Mars moves into Aries until the 5th of July in your 11th house. Okay, so... <laughs> You know how I told you that there was a lot going on for you in terms of friendships, uh, collaborations, uh, groups of people that you're aligned with. It's, you know what, um, that's going to get uh, pretty much taken to, to the next level up once Mars uh, steps into this part of your, um, of your chart. It may feel like you can really do something tangible um, together with a group of people that you're a part of that will have a positive impact upon your work moving forward. Also, please keep in mind that when Mars is in the 11th house, uh, there is a higher than usual kind of uh, chance for conflicts with friends. Maybe because they're impatient, maybe because you're impatient. So just keep that in mind. It may feel like an opportunity materializes itself coming from a group of people, coming from maybe a friend. Uh, an opportunity materializes itself. Uh, it does seem to impact your career around the 29th of May, maybe also a day before, a day after. I don't really like the 27th of May just because uh, there can be misunderstandings, quarrels uh, in a group type of setup with friends, with within a community, uh, based on uh, differing worldviews, differing beliefs. Uh, 30th of May, uh, three days before, three days after, there's a new moon in your, uh, in your first house. I like it because it's nicely aspected to... Um, Mars conjunct Jupiter in uh, in Aries. Uh, Mercury is retrograde at the time in Taurus. Let's see. 
in your 12th house. Uh, so it feels like you are healed at this point, my dear Geminis, from something that's been plaguing you from a mental health perspective. It feels like you are letting go of an old fear uh, and of something that has been eating you up on the inside. Um, it also feels like you have overcome something of a health-related issue, uh, maybe physically around the middle of May, or it may feel like the worst is over, and now you're like, okay, what next? Where, 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 where do I go from? Uh, where do I go from here? It could be something that you have been confronting. Let me tell you when. Well, you seem to have been confronted with this uh, with this issue for quite some time. Let's see, let's see, let's see as of when. At least as of the 11th of April. I I would I would say it's a new beginning for you, but it's also something that says, yes, I can now move forward like at at the time of this uh, new moon. I can now move forward knowing that I no longer need to carry this burden with me. I'm liking the new moon, even if even if Mercury is retrograde at uh, at the time. Now let's move on to Cancer, my Cancerians brothers and sisters, Cancer suns and Cancer risings. Uh, can I just say one thing, one thing and one thing only? Your career, Cancerians, is on literal fire, like on fire. It is taking off like no one's business. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this month there does seem to be some sort of like massive opportunity making its way to you, Cancerians. Um, even if it's not an opportunity making its way to you, it is you creating that opportunity. Um, if you feel like you want to launch something this month, if you've been postponing it, if you want to go into business by yourself, if you want to start working for yourself, if you want to launch a new website, um, if you want to um, um, expand your reach business-wise, Whatever initiatives you're, you're, you're thinking of pursuing career-wise this month, in general, my, my, my big recommendation is go for it, go bold, go big, go, go courageously. Um, even if you're getting out of your comfort zone, I, I'd still go for it. Uh, the only recommendation that I have, the only recommendation that I have is uh, the following. Mercury is going to be retrograde from the 10th of May until the uh, 3rd of June. Mercury for you, Cancerians, uh, rules your third house. Okay, so um, papers, paperwork, sales, um, uh, these may, um, may get a little bit kind of... Uh, rattled up by the Mercury retrograde. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't kind of like power power forward with whatever it is that you have in mind for your career. Um, I would recommend maybe not moving so fast that you forget to do your due diligence on whatever it is that you, you're, you're getting off the ground. Jupiter is going to be in your corner career-wise. It hasn't been there since... June 2010, uh, from the 10th of May until the 20th of October, um, it's going to go retrograde at the end of July. So kind of like power through business-wise, career-wise, if you can, with novel initiatives uh, from, well, the 10th of May until pretty much the end of July. Um, Venus is in your 10th house from the 2nd of May until the 28th of May. So you've got both benefics on your side career-wise. Really sit down and ask yourself, how do I take this to... to 
to another level? How do I step up career-wise? This is not an opportunity to be missed. I'll just, I'll just be very frank and honest with you. Um, Venus in your 10th house until the 28th of May makes you very persuasive career-wise. It makes you very liked. Uh, it also makes you kind of like smash the competition. <laughs> just, just to put it out there. Um, you may also feel like you, you've got some big announcement to make. When Venus is in this part of your chart to the outside world about where you're living, maybe where you're moving, something something of that uh, of that nature. If you've got interviews, if you need to convince anyone of anything career wise, I would do it when Venus is in your corner. Um, so, like I said, especially from the second of May until the twenty eighth of May. 5th of May, the sun is conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your 11th house. Um, possibly an unexpected uh, financial opportunity making its way to you from a group of people that you're a part of, from a community, uh, or, or uh, maybe even from a friend. Mercury goes retrograde on the 10th of May, like I said, uh, in your 12th house. So maybe you, you feel like you need to do some, some kind of like rethinking of, of, uh, of, of your um, educational kind of like uh, initiatives or activities. Uh, maybe you need to slow down a little bit with, uh, with uh, a class or a course that you have embarked upon. Uh, maybe it now is not the time to enroll upon it because you've got so much going, uh, so much going on. Um, Saying that, uh, Mercury goes back into Taurus from the 23rd of May until the 3rd of June. Uh, it feels like you're reconnecting with some old friends throughout this uh, throughout this period, and maybe also people who uh, are bringing you some very important insights um, about something that you want to learn more um, about, some something that you want to study more in depth. So hold your horses a little bit on, on kind of like educational matters. Uh, on the 13th of May, uh, the sun is conjunct the North Node in Taurus in the 11th house. Oh my gosh, like probably a fated encounter with either a group of people or a friend or uh, literally someone who can help you fulfill one of your long-term goals, plans, and uh, and dreams. It definitely feels like a fated day uh, for, for that. 16th of May, Week before week after, we've got a lunar eclipse uh, triggering your fifth house, eleventh house axis. It's in a tense aspect to Saturn in the eighth, but it's in a but it's in a harmonious aspect to uh, Neptune and Mars in the ninth house. Uh, this could be a time of a dream coming true. It could be a time of you uh, kind of like uh, finalizing a creative project. Uh, it could be a time when you. Um, leave behind a group of people, but also maybe when you feel like you 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 join a group of people that um, can help you grow in the direction that you want to grow. Uh, there could also be some, some sort of like troubling news that makes its way to you connected with a friend uh, or connected with maybe a creative project that you've invested a lot into. Uh, you might realize that in order to move forward with some of your long-term goals, plans, and dreams, some of your old goals need to be let go of, and it's not easy. 
I, I'm telling you, you realize why you need to do it, but no one's saying that it's uh, that it's easy. If you have children, this could be a time when one of your children wraps up an important chapter in in their in their life. It's bittersweet. On the one hand, you're probably proud of them. On the other hand, you're like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? It feels like you're maybe a little bit scared for for uh, the next kind of like stage uh, of their uh, of their life. Uh, 18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune and Pisces in your ninth house. Um, Cancerians, if you're traveling on this date, there seems to be a lot of chaos and a little bit of disruption, uh, maybe, maybe more than usual, especially if you're if you're taking any sort of like long distance trips. You may also feel attacked on this day for something that you believe in and people will attack you. Let, let's just let's just face it. There are haters out there. There are trolls. Uh, there are people who don't get it. Um, remember that this generally comes from a place of insecurity and everyone kind of like projects whatever they're feeling on the inside onto their outside world. I like the 19th of May because the sun in Taurus in your uh, 11th house is very nicely aspected to uh, Pluto and Capricorn in uh, the 7th. So uh, some sort of like a deal uh, or agreement that is being reached uh, for the future with a partner or with a friend or with both a very powerful kind of like agreement. 21st of May for the next four weeks, uh, the sun moves into Gemini in your 12th house. Okay, so this is this is like a um, like a four week period for you to maybe take some time off. I'll just uh, I'll just say it. You might spend quite a bit of money on vacations, traveling, retreat, um, relaxation, and also spiritual matters uh, throughout this entire period. Uh, from the 24th of May until the 5th of July, uh, Mars moves into Aries in your 10th house. It's like you're doing some really courageous things career-wise. Uh, you feel like ready to move forward career-wise. You feel ready for a new beginning. You feel excited. Uh, there's this sense of like something being born career-wise, especially around the 29th of May when Mars is conjunct Jupiter in the 10th house. This can also feel like a time when you've achieved a fabulous victory career-wise, uh, my dear, uh, my dear Cancerians. Um, I don't, I can't say that I'm a big fan of the 27th of May because there could be maybe an argument, uh, a public argument with someone or an argument with a partner in public. Okay. Uh, from the 28th of May until the 23rd of June, uh, Venus moves into Taurus in your 11th house. Uh, this generally says very, very pleasant interactions with, um, with friends, uh, uh, enjoyment of, of, uh, uh, socialization with friends. You may feel uh, lucky. You may feel um, good about the people that you have in your life in terms of friends. And on the 30th of May, three days before, three days after, there is a new moon in Gemini in your 12th house. Mercury is retrograde at the time in Taurus in your 11th house. And quite nicely aspected, quite nicely aspected. Uh, Mercury, let's see to whom it is nicely aspected. It's nicely aspected to Neptune and to Pluto. Uh, so it feels like you're picking back up uh, maybe where you left off um, on, on one of your kind of like spiritual uh, activities or endeavors around the 30th of May. It feels like you're starting something fresh, something new behind the scenes. It could be of a spiritual nature. It could also be something that... Uh, is linked in some shape or form with how you make money. So maybe you're like, I, I need to keep this uh, on the down low because I can't share it with everyone just uh, just yet. But on the other hand, on the other hand, it does seem to have the potential to be super lucrative. It also feels like you're reaching a point where you realize 
what makes you feel rested and re-energized and what recharges your batteries. And you may realize that some of the things that you thought were, were um, giving you a reset aren't actually cutting it anymore, Cancerians. And that is May for you. My dear Leos, Leo suns and Leo risings, what does May look like for you? Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Even if you don't travel physically in May, there may be a lot of talks, a lot of plans that are made um, around uh, around this. Um, and I'm talking here about long distance travel, uh, my dear Leos. It may also feel like um, the spotlight is very much on higher education, academia for you, um, also on matters uh, that have some sort of legal component to, um, uh, to them. If you've been meaning to enroll upon some sort of class, course, uh, go back to get, I don't know, your master's degree or go back to, uh, um, to study for your PhD or something like that. This is it. It feels like this in, in, in May, you're like, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go for it. So let me start dissecting the month for, uh, for you. From the 2nd of May until the 28th of May, Venus is going to be transiting through your ninth house of foreign lands, foreign countries, academia, um, legal matters, and uh, and so on. Uh, Venus is the ruler of your third house and of your 10th house. So it does feel like you may be planning trips um, abroad. You could physically be traveling. I, I want to put that on your radar. If you do physically travel, uh, until the 28th of May, it may feel like a very enjoyable experience. That's generally the case with the uh, with the Venusian transits. You may still also have business on your mind, however. You may still think about your work, your career, uh, what's next. There could be an opportunity from abroad making its way to you business-wise, career-wise, so I would keep an open mind uh, for uh, for that as uh, as well. If you want to launch uh, a marketing campaign, if you want to launch some sort of promotional campaign for your business, I would do this when Venus is in your uh, in your corner. Also, Jupiter is going to be in your ninth house from the 10th of May until uh, the end of October. Yes, Mercury is going to be retrograde from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June. Uh, essentially, if you want to launch a, a marketing campaign or an advertising campaign or a promotional campaign for something, um, it may be worth doing it for something that you've wanted to promote a while back. So kind of like picking back up where you left off. It may also be worth having someone quadruple check any sort of messages that you send through via this marketing campaign, promotional campaign, and so on. Uh, because of course, when Mercury is retrograde, uh, we could kind of like miss things in terms of communication. We could miss maybe nuances. Things could be a little bit lost in translation, possibly, possibly. So I do want you to be uh, aware of uh, aware of that. 
On the 5th of May, the sun will conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your 10th house. Uh, it does feel, it does feel like you've got a lot of clarity as to where you're headed next, um, career-wise, uh, Leos. Um, after the eclipse that came up on the 30th of April, which kind of like shook your world professionally, now you're like, okay, what, what am I doing? Where am I headed? Uh, what does this mean for me on a personal uh, level? There could be a second kind of like shake up career wise, but it feels like more of a reverberation of whatever happened at the time of the eclipse on the 30th of April. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Jupiter is on your side in terms of education, academia, uh, traveling um, from the 10th of May until the end of October. If you want to uh, enroll upon some sort of like higher education course or class, I would do so when Jupiter is in your ninth house. Uh, take the uh, take the opportunity to travel as much as possible if you can when Jupiter is in your ninth house. Also take the opportunity to connect with people who would be a good kind of... Um, teacher or or mentor for for uh for you my dear leos with uh with jupiter in this part of your uh in this part of your chart um you may also feel inspired to study something that you really really enjoy studying when jupiter is in your ninth house in any case it feels like your your worldview is broadening your perspective is broadening this can be due from the 10th of may until the 20th of october this can be due to new travels it can be due to new classes new courses uh, it can also be due to uh, maybe uh, maybe a new mentor entering your life. Uh, if you were waiting to kind of like finalize or maybe if you are waiting on results from like a trial, something something that involves the law uh, with Jupiter in your corner in the ninth house, you're probably going to get what you asked for. You're probably going to be in the win or in the right as they uh, as they say. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you, uh, Leos. On the let's see 13th of May, it may feel like something very fated happens when it comes to your career path. You could meet someone, you could connect with someone. Uh, it may feel like you're more strongly, um, let's say, aligned with your mission and purpose career wise as the sun conjuncts the north node. On the uh, 16th of May, 15th, 16th, week before week after you've got a lunar eclipse in Scorpio, uh, triggering your fourth house, 10th house axis. You could be letting go of a of, of a former career path. Uh, you could be letting go of a role of a position. Uh, you could uh, leave behind an industry altogether, uh, career wise. Uh, you could also be making some sort of big announcement, uh, something that involves closure uh, to the outside world. Um, connected with your relationship and with something that's been going on in private in your life, my dear Leos, I would recommend uh, also having a think about what was going on in your home and family life last year around the 4th of November and this year from the last week of February until the first week of March, because this lunar eclipse may bring things to a close, a fated close, but a close uh, nevertheless. On the 18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune and Pisces in your eighth house, so it may feel like you need to pay some sort of significant expense. That's that's very, very <clears throat> possible. Like a debt, something of that type. Um, on the 19th of May, uh, the Sun and Taurus in your 10th house is trining Pluto and Capricorn in your sixth house. It feels like you're getting recognition for something work-wise. You're, you're getting kind of like a round of applause. 
From the 21st of May uh, for the next four weeks, uh, the sun moves into Gemini in your 11th house of long-term plans. So it feels like you can make plans for the future again. Uh, it feels like um, you're, you're, you're picking back up where you left off with some of your old goals and objectives because Mercury is still retrograde. On the 27th of May, uh, Venus in Aries in the ninth house is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in your sixth house. There could be a disagreement at work with a coworker, um, a disagreement based on either differing worldviews, so differing belief systems, but it could also be based off of you coming from different cultural backgrounds, my, uh, my dear Leo. Let's see, let's see what else stands out. Um, on the 20th of May until the 23rd of June, Venus moves into your 10th house of career. I, I, I'm telling you, you you seem to be everyone's sweetheart career-wise. It feels like things are flowing once again career-wise for you. It feels like you're 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 privileged, uh, or at least that's that's probably how you're going to feel. Um, it feels like you're getting your way. Uh, it feels like you're more appreciated than maybe you have been in a very very long time. You seem to be receiving praise career-wise. If you need to schedule interviews, if you need to persuade anyone uh, in a professional setup, do it when Venus is in your 10th house. So a really kind of like pleasant period career-wise for you, uh, my dear Leos. 29th of May, um, you seem to win something. There is a victory that I sense. Um, when Mars conjuncts Jupiter in Aries in your 9th house, um, Jupiter rules your 5th house and your 8th. Mars rules your 9th house and your 4th house. Um, it feels like... Um, you're winning something in a legal environment, or it also feels like uh, a successful, uh, let's say, takeoff for maybe maybe an advertising campaign, um, a marketing campaign. Uh, it feels like things are developing maybe at a faster rate than you thought they would develop in this direction, but you are satisfied with uh, where where things are going. And, and let us not forget that uh, on the... 30th of May, three days before, three days after, there's a new moon in Gemini in your 11th house. Um, Mercury at the time is in Taurus in your 10th house. It feels like an opportunity from the past, a professional opportunity from the past, is receiving some sort of like new lease of life um, for you career-wise. It could be that someone that you worked with in the past says, Let's do it again and let's do it better. Let's do it together. Um, you may also feel like you can dream big again, connected with um, when it comes to um, one of your one of your visions, um, career wise, one of your professional visions. It's maybe something that you put on hold for some time, but now is the time to pick it back up, and it feels like you can do it better. You can do it bigger this time, and you've also got the support that you need, Leos. My dear Virgos, Virgo suns, and Virgo risings, what does May look like for you? Well, there's a lot going on this month uh, in your 8th house and in your ninth house. The 8th house is the house of shared resources, other people's money, um, loans, mortgages, inheritances. The ninth house is the house of academia long-distance travel, the higher mind, uh, beliefs, belief systems. So let us, uh, let us dig a little bit deeper into the astrology of, uh, of May. It is a month to remember. It's a month to, to remember because we've got Jupiter entering um, 
your eighth house. It's uh, it's uh, entering the sign of Aries from the 10th of May until the 28th of October. So you may experience a sense of uh, of expansion of growth through other people's money, my dear, uh, my dear Virgos. So it's a good time to maybe uh, apply for a mortgage, apply for a loan, apply for a bursary for for some sort of scholarship. Um, it is possible that your partner might be making more money. That's uh, that's also a possibility, my dear Virgos, since Jupiter is also the ruler of your seventh house of relationships. You may also feel like it is time to uh, approach things differently, maybe in a novel way uh, when it comes to intimacy, uh, Virgos, with uh, Jupiter from the 10th of May until the 20th of October transiting the eighth house, which is also the house of sex. Let's just put it out there. It is uh, the eighth house is the house of all things taboo, sex, death, crisis. You know all of uh, all of that. <laughs> Venus, which is for you, my dear Virgos, um, the ruler of your ninth house and of your second house, is also entering Aries from the second of May until the twenty eighth of May. If you need to apply for a loan, if you need to apply for a mortgage, if you need to ask someone for money, if you need to ask someone for some sort of investment into your business, I would say go for it because Venus is on your um, Venus is on your side. Um, when Venus is in the eighth house, we obviously enjoy our uh, sex lives a lot more than we normally do. Why? Because I don't know, probably because it's easier to ask for what we want, to ask for what we desire. And we may also feel like the other person is a lot more receptive to our wants, needs, desires, and so on. You might be feeling a little bit bolder in this area as uh, as well. I know I'm talking to Virgos about their sex lives. I know you, you you're, you're probably loving me right now. <laughs> um, on the 5th of May, uh, Virgos, the sun is conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your ninth house. Uh, it feels like you're getting a little bit more clarity as to how your worldview, how your belief system has changed, how it's it's shifted. Probably after the eclipse on the 30th of April, if I'm being very, uh, very straightforward. The sun for you rules your 12th house. Uh, you may look differently. You may have an epiphany when it comes to one of your fears around this time, uh, Virgos. It's a day when traveling could go in either direction. So if you are traveling, I would prepare for the unexpected. I would prepare for things to not necessarily go as planned. That doesn't mean that they will go wrong. It's just like they won't go as planned. I, I want you to be aware of that. <laughs> Mercury go goes retrograde. Mercury is your ruling planet uh, from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June. Uh, it goes retrograde in your 10th house and in your 9th house. So if you've been meaning to move forward with a career, um, a professional initiative, you may need to take a bit of a step back and um, look at the contracts again, look at the legislation once um, once again. Uh, you may need to, to do some, some extra kind of like training or maybe apply for, for some sort of like certificate, uh, maybe something that you thought was out of the way, but now your boss is asking you for it. They could be saying, oh, why aren't you certified in, uh, I don't know, uh, Microsoft Word. <laughs> I'm obviously making it up, but you may need to take care of that. Um, I, I'd say uh, you may also need to redo some some papers for for um, your boss or for professional matters. Let's uh, let's put it out there. It, it can be a little bit frustrating, but you also have a chance for a do over. You could also 
travel for work throughout this period from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June to a place that you've been to in the past. Maybe you're reconnecting with, with some old colleagues. That's uh, that's certainly a uh, uh, a possibility. So overall, you, you, may, you may enjoy it, but um, make sure you've got your passport with you. Make sure you've got all the, the papers that you need to carry with you. Uh, Mercury is retrograde after all. On the 13th of May, the sun is conjunct the North Node in your ninth house. Again, um, maybe a fated encounter whilst traveling or a fated uh, kind of uh, encounter with someone who changes your worldviews, uh, who uh, makes you really question what you believe in. That's not good or bad. It's, it, it just it just is as they uh, as they say. 16th of May, week before week after, we've got a lunar eclipse in Scorpio um, in your third house, ninth house axis. It is tensely aspecting Saturn in the sixth house, but it is in a harmonious aspect to Neptune and Mars in Pisces in your seventh house. So it feels like you're reaching um, some sort of like peak when it comes to your studies. Uh, you could be uh, receiving results from, from your exams, from uh, some sort of papers that you submitted. Um, you, you might receive mixed feedback. I will put it out there. So you may be very consciously aware at this time of what else you need to learn. This could also be a time when you realize that if you want to keep working in, in a specific environment, you have to let go. You have to release a worldview that you are very attached to. Because if you continue to be very attached to it, and if you continue to try to persuade others of it, colleagues, clients, bosses, you might be shoved to the side. You might be kind of like ostracized a little bit. This could also be a time when you realize that you need to replace your car for good. Uh, look back at what was going on in your life, uh, Virgos, um, especially around the 4th of November last year when it comes to transportation and also education. Um, and uh, also look back to... Uh, themes connected with uh, with these areas that uh, might have come up from the last week of February until the first week of March. On the 18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune and Pisces in the seventh house. Uh, you may feel uh, like uh, your partner is hurt for, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, you may feel like they're disappointed. You may feel like they're angry. And you may also feel like there's not much that you can do about it. They could be angry or hurt or disappointed. Um, because of something that happened uh, with one of their parents, Virgos. Let's see. Let's see what else is happening in May. I like the 19th of May because the sun in the ninth house is trining Pluto and Capricorn in the fifth. So if you are traveling or if you are making plans to travel, uh, you may feel like things are kind of like coming together in a nice way. From the 21st of May uh, for the next four weeks, uh, the sun moves into Gemini in your 10th house. It feels like you need to deal with issues from the past uh, career-wise throughout this period. Your focus is very much going to be on, on where you're headed to next professionally. But in order to take that step forward, you may need to deal with things that you've shoved under the rug, maybe because you were kind of like reluctant to deal with them because you did not have the knowledge at the time or um, or the understanding of what they mean for uh, of what they mean for you. 
On the 24th of May until the 5th of July, Mars moves into Aries in your um, in your eighth house. So a lot of energy is going to be put into matters connected with shared resources, loans, inheritance, mortgages. Uh, it, it feels like a great part of your stamina is directed towards these uh, these issues. 25th of May, some good news once again connected with legal matters, connected with exams, connected with traveling. Mercury is trining Pluto um, in your fifth house. Mercury is in your ninth house. Uh, maybe some outstanding news that you're waiting for connected with an exam or connected with a trip. 27th of May, a bit of a tricky time, maybe when it comes to uh, agreeing with a partner on what to do with a shared asset, with a shared kind of resource. Why? Because Venus in your eighth house is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in the fifth. Uh, you may also feel like your partner is being a little bit reckless with uh, shared assets, with let's say money that you that you you pool together. Uh, 28th of May, uh, Venus moves into Taurus and uh, is going to stay there until the 23rd of June. In your ninth house, prime time for traveling, prime time for enjoying trips, prime time for um, uh, also running marketing campaigns, advertising campaigns, uh, prime time to go out into the world and to enjoy um, cultural events, maybe events that you've wanted to attend a while back. Let's say you wanted to see some sort of like theater play um, or you wanted to go to the cinema to, to kind of like watch a new movie. You wanted to go to a, a certain museum. I don't know what. It's probably going to feel like the best time to do this thing that you have postponed for, for some time. Uh, Mars is conjunct Jupiter and Aries in your eighth house on the 29th of May. So this does feel like um, some sort of um, victory, win. Um, maybe when it comes to investments or when it comes to, again, mortgages, loans, inheritances, and um, and so and so on. There could also be an opportunity to invest in something. Um, the thing is, Mercury is retrograde at the time. It could feel like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I'm not a financial advisor, so all decisions that you take with your money are at your own risk. But at the same time, it does feel like it is an opportunity. So um, maybe it seems really good. Maybe it seems risky. Maybe it seems like a combination of both. I would tread carefully. I would maybe ask for legal advice if you need it. But at the same time, I would also be very open-minded about it because it could actually be very big. <laughs> Virgo, so just as an FYI. And on the 30th of May, a few days before, a few days after, three days before, three days after, you've got a new moon in Gemini in your 10th house. Um, Mercury, which is the ruler of the new moon, is uh, retrograde at the time. So it feels like you're being given an opportunity or you are finally moving in a direction career-wise that you've wanted to move into for a long time, but it was impossible. Now it's like, okay, I've got my certifications, I've got my papers in order, I've got my residency, I've applied for my visas and so on. It feels like now th th that path that maybe you couldn't take a while back is being opened to you and things are falling into place. But there is this element of the past being brought back up into your present uh, situation, present set of circumstances professionally. There can also be someone from the past reaching out to you and uh, a former boss saying, let's work together again. And it could be a very, very lucrative opportunity. It could really be something that... Um, you're going to enjoy doing and uh, that helps you grow career-wise in the long run. And that is Virgo. Now, if you are a Libra sun or a Libra rising, my lovely, lovely Libras, what does this month have in store for you? 
I mean, fireworks, explosions, ah, incredible developments, out of this world developments, relationship-wise. Ta-da! I know I've been banging on about relationships for you for quite some time. Uh, I have some folks commenting, oh no, nothing's happened yet. Oh no. Well, I can tell you, um, Jupiter, the great benefic, the bringer of good luck, the bringer of opportunities, uh, is stepping into your seventh house of relationships from the 10th of May until the 20th of October. It has not been in this part of your chart since uh, um, mid 2010. Jupiter brings opportunities and growth and expansion. So if you're single, then you're going to receive plenty of opportunities to enter into a relationship when Jupiter is uh, in your corner. But, but do keep in mind that you have to make up your mind in, in order to benefit from these opportunities. Um, the planets don't, don't force us to do anything, right? An opportunity can walk right past us like a train if we don't jump on it. So I really want to flag to you, my dear Libras. I'm like, <laughs> take note of the opportunities that are uh, that are um, being presented to you relationship-wise, and also be more courageous and more kind of like decisive and more um, straightforward when it comes to chasing them, because if you don't, then you might as well just. I mean, it may feel like. Not much is happening um, relationship-wise once uh, once again. It it might also be a case of you trying out things relationship-wise that you haven't tried before. Maybe talking to people that you haven't talked to before. Opening yourself up to maybe um, entering a conversation with that cute neighbor or with that cute, I don't know, like coworker or... It obviously depends on where you're at in terms of dating colleagues and, and stuff like that. But, but... <laughs> Things are unfolding, and they're unfolding very fast, uh, relationship-wise. Uh, Libra, uh, Libras, if you are already in a relationship with Jupiter in your uh, seventh house from the 10th of May until the end of October, um, your partner could start making more money. Uh, they could be getting a new job. It may feel like uh, their their world is expanding, and you're benefiting from it as well. You're be you're kind of like enjoying it together. It may feel like their world is expanding in a way that it hasn't expanded in a long, long, long time. Venus is going to be in your seventh house of relationships from the 2nd of May until the uh, 28th of May. Uh, you may literally kind of like allow yourself to be to be taken on a on an exciting trip, on an exciting adventure by existing partners or by new potential partners. Uh, with Venus in the seventh house, I strongly recommend going out dating if you're single. If you are not single, if you are with someone, I would say uh, maybe open yourself up to some sort of like exciting adventure with your partner. Uh, go out on more dates maybe uh, get away from from uh, from uh, the hustle and bustle of the day-to-day. -day. It can be an, an incredibly romantic time with Venus in, in the seventh house. And it may also feel like your partner is really sweeping you off your, your feet throughout this, uh, throughout this period. Uh, when Venus is in the seventh house, it's also a great time to... Um, maybe um, connect with, uh, with people that you work in a one-to-one -one basis, such as therapists attorneys, um, accountants, um, consultants of any type. It may feel like it's a lot easier for you to find the right type of consultant when Venus is in the seventh house. And also Jupiter is going to be in your seventh house there. I'm, I'm liking it. it. It feels like other people are, are making things happen for you this, uh, this month, my dear Libras. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if your partner, if you are in a relationship, uh, had, uh, some, some, well, exciting news for you uh, that uh, will also impact your, your long-term path. Uh, 
gonna be up to you if you say yes or no. <laughs> but Aries likes to move fast. So if you don't make a decision quite quickly, then Aries might get super annoyed. So your partner might get super annoyed and they might get very frustrated. So I don't know if you wanna be in that position. Just putting it out there. 5th of May, the sun is conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your 8th house. Um, it may feel like your, your attitude is kind of like changing and shifting when it comes to intimacy at this point in time. You may also have some sort of aha moment when it comes to one of the topics that you consider taboo in your, uh, in your life. Um, if we look at the Mercury retrograde, so Mercury goes retrograde from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June. It goes retrograde in your ninth house and then in your eighth house. Um, let's put it this way. You may want to move forward quite quickly with uh, some sort of uh, paperwork, contract, a legal matter that involves pooling resources with someone that maybe involves um, uh, shared uh, shared resources, assets that you have in that you have in common with uh, with someone else. But there are probably going to be some delays, and maybe the the papers need to be redone. Maybe you need to reread them. Maybe you need to um, reset the terms of the contract because uh, something something's just not in the right place yet, or something's not exactly how it should uh, how it should be. Let's see. Let's see what else is going on. Um, you may have to postpone a trip. I'll just put it out there, uh, Libras, or, 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 especially from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June, you may have to postpone a trip or you may have to travel back to a place that you have visited in the past to deal with something that involves maybe money. <laughs> On the 13th of May, the Sun will conjunct the North Node in Taurus in your 8th house. Uh, the North Node is generally connected with fated encounters. Uh, it may feel like someone from the outside is saying, or it may feel like you have some sort of fated encounters, uh, some sort of fated encounter that helps you overcome a crisis in your in, in your life, or that uh, that person might help you deal better with uh, an issue around debt, inheritance, taxes, and other people's money. Speaking of taxes, uh, there could be some outstanding debt that needs to be paid uh, between the 10th of May until the 3rd of June. That makes its way to you, um, especially um, from the 23rd of May until the 3rd of June. That's when it could come to your attention. The 15th, 16th of May, we've got a uh, lunar eclipse in the sky happening, uh, triggering your financial axis. I told you a lot is about money this month. I'm like, money, 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 your money, other people's money, what you do with it uh, together. Um, this lunar eclipse is forming a harmonious aspect with Neptune and Mars in your sixth house, um, but it is uh, forming a tense aspect with Saturn and Aquarius in the fifth. So it feels like you're receiving some sort of uh, response uh, connected with an, an inheritance um, connected with a loan, a mortgage, an investment around this time, uh, Libra. It also feels like you need to stop spending money in the way that you have spent it so far, or you may feel like you have to do that. You, you, that's that's that could be the theme of this eclipse, uh, because now you are no longer just talking about. Uh, you're no longer dealing just with your own money. You have plans together with a committed partner to spend money in a specific way. So all of a sudden you might be looking at your budget and saying, okay, so I'm not on my own. Let's set some goals together. 
I promise I'm no longer going to throw money out the window on whatever it is that you feel you're throwing money out the window on. <laughs> Maybe you're not doing that at all. But it does feel like a time when when there's this point of, of, of having to no longer look at money in the way that you have looked so far. This could also be a time when you let go of an old source of income in order to make room for a new one um, because there's better things kind of like coming uh, coming up. Um, this could also be a time when you have to pay a significant lump sum of money maybe for a child if you have uh, if you have children. But on the other hand, on the other hand, you do seem to have the money to pay for it. You may have worked super hard for it to kind of like clear this out, but you do seem to have the money to pay for it. Nevertheless, it can feel quite frustrating because you might feel like uh, you no longer have a lot of money left for some of your pleasures, you know? 18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune and Pisces in the sixth house. There could be some sort of like confusing argument or conflict at work. Uh, you might not know all the facts, so just keep that just keep that in mind the best way the, the best thing to do maybe on this day is to kind of like take a little bit of like time off maybe and to allow things to to, to sit uh, at at work i like the 19th of may because the sun in taurus in your eighth house is trining pluto and capricorn in 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 the fourth house so it does feel like at this point in time you're agreeing with a partner or a family member or a parent I suppose a parent is a family member. It feels like you're agreeing with one of these uh, people in your life on how to spend a lump sum of money. And it's uh, it's it's brought you to a good place. From the 21st of May for the next four weeks, uh, the sun moves through your ninth house. Uh, the sun transits your ninth house. So this is kind of like prime time to travel, uh, prime time to make plans to travel. Um, you may also be very kind of like socially active. You may look back at everything that has been uh, under reconstruction in your life this uh, this year, let's say, at how much you have grown, how much you have transformed, and it feels like you're making sense of all of these uh, inner transformations. 27th of May, a bit of an explosive date for relationships. Um, you could have an argument with a partner about something uh, concerning uh, your living situation, about a property-related matter, or about something that has to do with either of your parents. Uh, you could also uh, feel maybe disconnected from a partner because they're quite far from uh, quite far from you you may feel like a partner has uh, has uh, hidden something from you or a potential partner has hidden something from uh, from you 28th of may until the 23rd of june venus moves into taurus in your eighth house it feels like um things are kind of like settling when it comes to taxes inheritance uh, debts insurance shared resources and they're 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 very much going in the direction that you want them to go into because there's been a lot of of kind of like unexpected elements coming up in this area of your life. This is also a fantastic time to enjoy your sex life, Libras. Like, I'll just put it out there. Um, also, this can feel like a very positive period overall when it comes to any sort of investments that you have. Please keep in mind that this is not financial advice. You are responsible for everything that you do with your own money. But it may just feel like there's, there's kind of like things um, moving in the direction that you want them to move. 27th of May, Mars is conjunct Jupiter and Aries in the seventh house. Uh, your partner might have some exciting news for you, or it may feel like a time when you actually meet someone who is super exciting and who you see yourself being with for the long run. You might have like a like a highly explosive kind of date, very, very steamy, very passionate. I, I'm, I'm loving it. It is definitely a day to remember uh, out of this kind of like entire Jupiter in the seventh house transit from the 10th of May until the... Uh, 
until the end of October. Uh, the 29th of May is definitely a day to remember and maybe also the day before and the day after because uh, generally the slow um, the slow moving transits uh, get get activated more more strongly by the faster moving planets such as Mars. And on the 30th of May, three days before, three days after, uh, there is a new moon in your ninth house. Uh, Mercury at the time is retrograde in the eighth house of, uh, of other people's money. Uh, it may feel like a new chapter is, is kicking off for you, Libras, when it comes to your studies, when it comes to residency, when it comes to visas, but it does feel like something that was delayed and postponed. It's finally happening. You could be um, finalizing some papers. You could be receiving kind of news, positive news probably, uh, connected with, with a trial, connected with uh, some sort of judicial, um, let's say, uh, issue that, that, was, uh, that was unfolding in your, in your life. It could also be a time when you feel ready to uh, pursue maybe uh, some sort of a class or course uh, that will broaden your worldviews, that will broaden your, your perspective. It's probably something that you mm, intended to do a while back, but now it feels like the, the time is right, let's, uh, let's say. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, um, to, to all of this, my dear Libras, for you. My dear Scorpios, Scorpio suns and Scorpio risings, what can you expect from the month of May 2022? Well, 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 <laughs> I'll just say it. There is a lot moving forward. <laughs> there is a lot of action. Uh, I, I dare say at like 200 miles an hour um, happening in your, um, in your work sector. So much action, so many new people, so many opportunities, so much excitement. I, I, I kid you not, everything is happening over there. There are some delays, there are some kind of like rewinds, some replays um, in your relationship sector. So some things might need to be rediscussed, might need to be rehashed out. Um, there could be some people that are walking out of your life or that you decide you no longer want to keep in your life. So, so that's kind of like the, the mix of things that you're dealing with in, uh, in, in May, my dear Scorpios. Let us start unpacking this month. So one of the most important transits of the month is obviously Jupiter, the great benefic, the bringer of good luck, of opportunities, and the ruler of your second house of income, moving into your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. Jupiter is going to be there from the 10th of May until the 20th of October. Jupiter has not been in this part of your chart since um, June of 2010, if I'm not mistaken. Let me actually check real, real quick because I, I want to give you accurate information. Yeah, that's right. So uh, Jupiter was in Aries uh, between June 2010 until September of 2010 and January of 2011 and June 2011. It's always a good idea to look back at what was going on in your life. How did you grow? How did you expand? Uh, what did you learn work-wise at the time? So you are receiving the opportunity, but you have to be bold enough to take it, Scorpios. You have to act. You have to move fast. You are receiving the opportunity to make more money through uh, your work. 
from May of this year, from the 10th of May until the end of October, uh, you are also being offered the cosmic opportunity that you need to act upon because the cosmos gives you food, but it does not feed you. As we say in Romania, we actually say that God gives you food, but uh, it, they don't end up feeding you. So you have to feed yourself. Um, the cosmos is giving you this... Uh, this great opportunity to maybe, uh, if not get a new job, to maybe develop your skill set in such a way that you make more money in the long term. That's that's how I can put it. Um, you're going to be very busy work-wise, very busy uh, from May, especially from the 10th of May until the end of October. There's going to be a lot on your plate. Uh, you might have extra duties, extra responsibilities uh, on your to-do list. Work-wise, you may enter a new team of people. You might uh, connect with new people at uh, at work. You might need to get out of your comfort zone, uh, get out of what you know, what you're comfortable with uh, in terms of in terms of deliverables, in terms of um, responsibilities. But the good news is that whenever we step out of our comfort zone, when Jupiter is on our side, we generally grow much faster and much more than we thought we would in a short amount of time. So it's a great time to apply for jobs. It's a great time to learn new skills that will result in you being more appreciated, more valued work-wise. Uh, it's a great time to kind of like get out of your comfort zone in terms of what you know, uh, what, you're, what you're good at already. Um, in terms of the services that you offer. It is also a fantastic time, I will say this, to take much better care of your health and to actually invest more money and time and resources into it. You might feel like this is a big theme for you throughout the whole, especially Scorpio Risings, throughout the whole of the summer until the end of October. Uh, Venus is on your side also from the 2nd of May until the 28th of May. Um, Venus, which is for you, my dear Scorpios, the ruler of your seventh house and of your 12th house, um, Venus is moving through your sixth house of day-to-day -day work so um, and health. So you may actually find the right kind of like coaches, the right trainers, the right uh, personal trainers to help you with any sort of new goals and new initiatives that you are embarking upon uh, that are meant to get you in much better mental and physical shape. Because obviously we have to take care of all, all aspects of our health, not just the physical aspect of, uh, of things. Uh, you may feel like you're enjoying your work a lot when Venus is in your sixth house from the uh, 2nd of May until the 28th of May. Uh, you may also enjoy working a lot on your own and kind of like just powering through tasks. You're very productive, very productive. I'm going to say that again. So I'm liking how this is going. I, I, I'm very excited for you work-wise. It's busy. It's super busy. I, I I remember when I had Jupiter transiting my, my sixth house of day-to-day -day work, I basically uh, got a job uh, where I was making more money, but the, uh, the workload went from like, eh, to like this. So I was literally working very hard for that money. Um, on the 5th of May, the sun will conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your 7th house, uh, Scorpios. For you, the sun rules your 10th house. Um, it may feel like, it may feel like, uh, there's something very significant happening, happening in the, uh, professional life of a partner that also impacts your relationship at this time. There could also be some sort of, uh, announcement that, uh, 
you feel like you have to make about your relationship sector to the outside world around this time. And it could take others by surprise. It's like, oh no, I did not see that coming. That is sudden and abrupt. Also, Mercury goes retrograde from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June. Um, it's first um, kind of like moving backwards in your in your eighth house, apparently moving backwards in your eighth house. And then it re-enters on the 23rd of May, your seventh house of relationships until the 3rd of June. Um, it feels like you need to um, have a conversation or to bring back up a conversation that you had in the past with your partner about long-term plans for the future. Long-term plans that may also involve you pooling resources together, you kind of like uh, getting together and, and spending money uh, for uh, for some sort of like common goal or, uh, or objective. Um, the two of you, uh, you may need to pick back up where you left off a conversation around um, wealth, mortgages, loans, inheritances, and so uh, and so on. Uh, you may also feel, let's put it this way, you may feel like you can't think right now of the future, or you can't prioritize some of your plans for the future until you take care of this outstanding conversation, this outstanding issue with a partner or with your relationship. On the 13th of May, the sun is conjunct the North Node in Taurus in your seventh house. It may feel like someone enters your life that that is that is kind of like a, a fated uh, um, encounter, um, someone who has who makes an impact upon your life path, upon your life direction. Um, you may also connect with someone who is very likely to impact your professional path because the sun is the ruler of your tenth house. Um, you may decide to go into business with someone and this may have a long-term effect upon your again your career direction in um, in general 16th 15th 16th of may week before week after uh, there's a lunar eclipse triggering your first house seventh house axis it's in a tense aspect with saturn in the fourth house of home it's in a harmonious aspect and neptune and mars in the fifth house so it feels like an existing relationship reaches a culminating point a culminating moment where you decide to go left or right and whatever you decide to do the two of you it feels final it feels like okay this is it our relationship will no longer look the same it may be that um a parent uh, either on your side or on your partner's side doesn't necessarily agree with the decision that you're taking you may also uh, realize that you don't see eye to eye with a partner on an issue connected with uh, living situation property uh, home and family life and someone has to bend uh, if you do bend if someone does bend, I'm not telling you what to do. You, you, you're responsible for your own decisions, uh, Scorpios. Uh, but I do believe there's there's a lot of love between the two of you. I do believe there's a way to find the middle ground, even if it feels like, oh my gosh, this goes against my principles and so on. This can also be a time when you realize that uh, your life direction will no longer be the same as a result of something that's been going on in your partnership sector. If you're single, you can also meet someone, connect with someone who feels like a fated partner and it could be someone from your past or it could be someone that you're introduced to by a family member my dear Scorpios 
18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune and Pisces in the fifth house. You may have a really good time on this day, but uh, there could be a lot of uh, booze involved, a lot of alcohol, too much fun to be had, maybe dangerous fun to be had. Uh, and you might wake up with a massive, massive, massive headache. Um, just saying, just saying. 19th of May, um, this is a good day because, well, it's a pleasant day, let's let's call it this way. <laughs> we tend to associate good with pleasant and bad with uh, kind of like unpleasant, but that's not necessarily always the case. Um, discipline is generally unpleasant, but is it good? Well, probably. <laughs> uh, 19th of May, the Sun in Taurus in the seventh house is trining Pluto and Capricorn in your third house of communication. It feels like you are reaching an agreement with a partner. It feels like you're on the same page about something uh, that involves the 3D material reality. From the 21st of May uh, for the next four weeks, the sun moves into your eighth house. Uh, it feels like you are going through um, a, a period where you're thinking a lot about how your career path is transforming, how your, um, let's say, evolving relationship sector also is making an impact, is, is transforming the way the world sees you. So you could be kind of like thinking about that a lot. You might also have to prioritize dealing with matters that have to do with taxes throughout this period, credit, debts, inheritances, and so on. We, we, we got to do what we got to do, uh, right? Uh, from the 24th of May until the 5th of July, Mars moves into Aries in your sixth house. I mean, all systems go work-wise. You're like, you're like a rocket. It's like bam, 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 getting, getting everything done. Super productive, moving forward. You're moving fast, 100 miles an hour, um, 200 miles an hour. But very careful because uh, you may move a lot faster than colleagues, co-workers, clients. Uh, I suppose colleagues and co-workers is the same thing. Anyway... Uh, you might want to move faster than than everyone else and that's a good thing if you're working on your own but if you're working with others you could kind of like snap at them so careful with that uh, you may also feel uh, super energized when it comes to health related matters so you may feel like yes i i want to i want to get going i want to go to the gym i want to i want to take care of my health um and so and so on um Sometimes when, when Mars transits the sixth house, people, people kind of like have surgeries or uh, they, they experience some sort of like procedures that involve needles, uh, uh, knives, obviously sharp tools, Mars. Uh, with Jupiter in that part of your chart, I would say that they're likely to turn out pretty well, pretty well, pretty well. Of course, I'm no doctor. Talk to a doctor, talk to uh, someone who knows what they're doing if you take any sort of medical decisions at this point in time. 29th of May, Mars is conjunct Jupiter and Aries in the sixth house. This feels like a win. This feels like a victory for you work-wise. It also feels like you're having some sort of breakthrough. You could be receiving news. Um, you could realize that you have maybe mastered faster than you thought uh, you would uh, some sort of very monetizable, a super monetizable skill. And on the 30th of May, also three days before, three days after, there is a new one in your eighth house. It feels like you are reaching an agreement that was postponed over and over and over again. You've been talking about it. You've, you've had a lot of back and forth. You've reached an agreement with a partner uh, about uh, a, a business partner or a life partner about uh, some sort of issue that involved 
teaming up and pooling money, pooling resources together, utilizing each other's uh, financial assets and so um, and so on. Mercury is retrograde at the time. That's why I'm thinking it's probably an issue that you've been dealing with for a longer period of time. So it's not new. It's not a novel. Uh, it's not a novel thing. Um, it could also be a time when you have an epiphany about uh, something that used to be a point of contention, something that used to bring maybe crisis or, or challenges in your relationship. And now you're looking at it in a new light. You're like, ah, now I see it differently. And the situation might get solved, literally, Scorpios. My lovely Sagittarians, Sagittarius suns and Sagittarius risings. Okay, so two things are happening this month for you. On the one hand, <laughs> one of the most fun periods of time in your life is about to begin. I kid you not, Sagittarius, especially Sagittarius Risings. I kid you not, it's about to begin on the 10th of May and it's coming to a close at the end of October. Why? Because Jupiter, the great benefic, the bringer of good luck, of opportunities, is going to be transiting through the fifth house of fun, enjoyment, entertainment passion, creativity, uh, romance, etc. This is probably going to be a super romantic period of time for you. If you are single, if you're not in a relationship, then you have the opportunity to meet someone, to fall in love, head over heels, to go out, to date, to enjoy life in the fast lane with a romantic partner or without them. Why not? Uh, you may feel hyper energized when it comes to your passions, your hobbies, and when it comes to creative endeavors and to creative projects. Venus, which is uh, the, the lesser benefic, is also going to be in your fifth house um, from the 2nd of May until the 28th of May. So Venus kind of like adds up to the high kind of like super high levels of inspiration that you're experiencing when it comes to anything of a creative nature, when it comes to your passions, when it comes to your hobbies. Um, um, also, you may discover when Venus is there, when Jupiter is there, um, pretty much throughout the whole of May, uh, you have the opportunity to maybe connect with uh, a, a new source of, of of joy and and pleasure and contentment in your uh, in your life. It could be something that you enjoy throwing yourself into. So it could be you discovering that you're really good at some sort of like new activity. You could discover a new passion, a new hobby, and it could be completely, completely uh, absorbing you. <laughs> You're like, I want more of this. I want all of this. I just want all day to learn about astrology. I just want all day to hike mountains and to reach the highest summit. So there's a lot of joy for life um, that maybe even more than you've you've experienced in, in, in quite some time, uh, Sagittarius. Essentially, if you have anything creative in mind that you want to do, I would take advantage of the month of, of the month of May. Um, I would also take advantage if you want to go have fun with a romantic partner or if you want to date, I would take advantage of this entire month, but especially from the 2nd of May until the 28th of May. On the, on the other hand, on the other hand, so I'm excited about this. On the other hand, I do want to flag that there is still quite a bit going on in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. So on the one hand, you're like, Romance is blossoming. You're feeling super creative. You're discovering a new passion or a new hobby. You're feeling inspired. Uh, on the other hand, there's still some things left to unfold uh, in your work-related sector. There was a big shakeup probably around the um, 
30th of April, week before, week after, with the eclipse happening in your sixth house. The sun will conjunct Uranus in, in Taurus in the sixth house um, on uh, the 5th of May. So there could be some more unexpected news making their way to you, uh, connected with your work, your job, connected with your daily kind of like routine at work. So something is like shaking that up once again. It could be something of a legal uh, nature. It could be kind of like changes in legislation, but it could also be uh, maybe like a new colleague from abroad or or someone that you need to work with that is that is that feels very foreign that feels like a bit of an alien for uh, for you mercury goes retrograde from the 10th of may until the 3rd of june first it goes retrograde in your seventh house uh, from the 10th of may until the 23rd of may and then from the 23rd of may until the 3rd of june it's retrograde in your sixth house mercury rules your seventh house and also your 10th house it feels like some agreements that you had in place with uh someone like a boss at work or a business partner it feels like they need to be um revisited reviewed um hashed out once again um you may need to kind of like retrace your steps and say, okay, but what about, what about this contract? What about our agreement? Uh, let's sit down. Let's, uh, let's go through the contracts with like a fine tooth comb. There is a possibility that you may receive, uh, an opportunity to work with someone who you've worked with in the past. Uh, there could also be uh, a lot of, of, of people that you've worked with in the past, such as clients coming back, knocking at your door and saying, um, I want you to look back at this project and tell me why did you do this? Or uh, I want us to, to kind of like pick back where we left off this project because we want to, uh, we want to try it differently this time. We want to go for a different strategy. You may also have to postpone some of the plans that you had made with a partner, uh, from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June, um, because of what, what's happening at work because work calls essentially and maybe it's not uh maybe it's not you being called back uh, into work it could be your partner that gets called back into work and you're like oh no but we planned to hike up the himalayas Hi himalayas whatever it is and now you're like you're telling me you have to work this weekend so i'm obviously exaggerating but it could be something like that 13th of may the sun is conjunct the north node and taurus in your sixth house okay i like this why you may uh, have an aha moment around this time in terms of where you need to be headed next work-wise, what sort of new skills you need to develop, and also what sort of new habits you need to develop so that you can improve your physical health, Sagittarians. 16th of May, week before week after, there is a full moon lunar eclipse triggering your 12th house, 6th house axis, the axis of service. Look back at what was going on for you work-wise around the 4th of November last year, and also from the mm, last week of February until the first week of March, because uh, themes that came up in your work sector at the time, or in your health sector at the time, may reach a peak, may reach a point of culmination, may reach a milestone moment uh, around the 16th of May, around the 15th, 16th of May. Some of you might decide to leave behind a job. Some of you might decide to finally tackle head-on a health related issue now if you do it could be because you aren't feeling that good you're like i need to deal with this because i don't want to keep um not necessarily suffering but i don't want this health related issue or this wellness related issue to hold me back from 
being the productive individual that I can be on a day-to-day basis. And I also don't want it to um, chip away at my enjoyment of life. There could be a sense of of, of, of crisis a little bit health-wise. Maybe, maybe there is um, exhaustion. Um, there could be quite a bit of exhaustion that plays into it. So maybe it is a good time to kind of like breathe, take a bit of a step back. There could also be some significant developments happening in a work environment where you feel like you were kept in the dark. It's like, why did no one tell me about this? It's okay. Sometimes you need to let go of something in order to move forward, in order to move on to greener pastures, I I will, uh, I will say. On the 18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune and Pisces in your fourth house. Now, um, there could be like a, a water pipe bursting in the house. There could be a, a mini flood, let's call it. Uh, there could be um, maybe someone crying a lot in your house, in your home at, at, the, at the time. Y- you may also feel like a family member gets kind of like attacked or insulted by something that that you do or by something that you say when you had absolutely zero intentions to do that. So you had no intentions to do that. So you might need to sit down with them and kind of like explain and say, listen, I did not want to hurt you. This was not an attack and so uh, and so on. I like the 19th of May because the sun in your sixth house is harmoniously aspecting Pluto in your second house of income. So there seems to be kind of like a point of stability that you're reaching work-wise because there's been a lot of turmoil work-wise. From the 21st of May uh, for the next four weeks, the sun moves into Gemini in your seventh house. So your focus is once again on relationships, on where a partnership is headed, especially a business partnership. So it, it feels like that's that's your, your main area of, of uh, one of your main areas of uh, concern. From the 24th of May until the 5th of July, Mars travels through Aries in your fifth house. Oh my God. Like, I, I love this for your sex life. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I also love it for um, adventures in, in kind of like the great outdoors and nature, hiking, climbing, things like that. A lot of fun is to be had through sports, games, uh, passionate dates that you go on. In, an, in, in any case, it, it also feels like you've got a lot of energy to put into creative endeavors. And you know exactly what steps you need to take in order to move creative projects to the next level. You're like boom, boom, boom. So I'm like I'm I'm really liking this uh, this transit for for you Sagittarians. Uh, the 27th of May is not my favorite day because Venus in the fifth house is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in your second house. So you might overspend with your your kind of like passions and hobbies. You might go overboard. You might uh, you might spend money that you don't have essentially. Just saying, uh, 28th of May uh, until the 23rd of June, uh, Venus moves into Taurus in your sixth house. So finally, you're enjoying the work that you're doing. You're reaching a point of like calmness, stability, harmony. You're enjoying the, the team that you're in. You're enjoying your tasks. It feels like people want to work with you. They want to collaborate with you. Uh, they want to open doors for you. They, uh, uh, they're really open to your suggestions. It's good. And also health-wise, you're reaching a point of stability as well. So I know there, there may have been some well, challenging moments, especially at the time of the eclipse, 15th, 16th of May in particular, but things are settling nicely. 30th of, my apologies, 29th of May, uh, Mars is conjunct Jupiter and Aries in your fifth house. It feels like you're having some sort of breakthrough creatively or like an out of this world idea makes its way to you. Don't forget to write it down. And, and you could also plan an impromptu trip around this time. 
Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Or uh, some sort of like spontaneous adventure that maybe also involves traveling. 30th of May, three days before, three days after, the new moon in Gemini in your seventh house uh, is happening at the same time with Mercury and retrograde uh, in, in Taurus. Let's put it this way. It feels like a relationship that you're in, business-wise, life-wise, is reaching, is kind of like entering a new chapter as a result of you having done the work to maybe improve your communication, to improve something um, about how you addressed the partner or how you uh, spoke about what mattered to you, what was important to you. So it feels like you've made efforts to get a relationship to a better place, to, to a clean slate. And these efforts seem to be paying off. So you are starting fresh. Um, you are starting, well, maybe not 100% fresh because it feels like you have addressed an issue that was maybe negatively impacting um, a relationship in the past. You, you've, you've opened that can of worms, <laughs> but guess what? You've tamed the worms. Oh my God, like someone, someone need, needs to give me a prize for like my metaphors. I'm like, oh. I'm kidding, obviously. But uh, I, I like where you're headed with a relationship. Um, you could also form a strategic uh, partnership at work. You may also realize how much you enjoy working with someone at this point in time and say, let's do it again. Let's uh, let's kick it all off once again. Let's let's create something new. It does seem to be a reliable work partner. And that is May for you, my lovely Sagittarians. My dear Capricorns, Capricorn suns, and Capricorn risings, what does May look like for you? Well, well, everything's happening. Pretty much everything. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating it a little bit. But it might feel like everything's revolving around... Uh, your home and family life, uh, around uh, property, uh, residence um, issues. It feels like a lot of your energy is concentrated this month within the home. There's also this sense of like expansion in your home and family life that you're probably starting to feel as Jupiter moves into this part of your chart from the 10th of May until the end of October. Venus is going to be in this part of your chart as well from the 2nd of May until the 28th of May. And Mars, planet of action is also going to be in your fourth house of home from the 24th of May until the 5th of July. Let's just put it out there. There's a lot of action at home, a lot of uh, uh, energy in, in this, uh, in this uh, life sector, and there's also opportunities for you to take advantage of in this direction. So let me start dissecting the month uh, a, a little bit better. Uh, let's uh, let's say I've given you I've given you an overview. Um, obviously, remember Capricorns that you haven't had um, Jupiter in your fourth house of home, family, and uh, and living situation. You haven't had Jupiter the Great Benefic here since. Give me a second to check real quick. Since. June of 2010, 
So uh, the last time when Jupiter was in this part of your chart was between June of 2010 until September of 2010, and also from January of 2011 until June of 2011. You could have a think about how your home and family life uh, expanded, uh, what sort of new beginnings you experienced in, in this uh, life sector at the time. There's this sense of like you wanting to embark upon a new adventure. So some people might uh, might start, um, let's say, looking for a new home, looking for a new property, some Capricorns, especially Capricorn Risings. Uh, some Capricorn Risings uh, might be experiencing uh, literally the family growing bigger because Jupiter, after all, expands everything it touches. Relationships with family members seem to be going very well, maybe better than they normally uh, go. Um, when Venus is in your fourth house, so from the 2nd of May until the 28th of May, Venus for you rules your fifth house and your um, and your 10th house, my dear, my dear Capricorns. You could be, for instance, taking some time away from work and uh, taking your focus a little bit off of your off of your career and um, prioritizing um, enjoyable activities with the family, let's uh, let's say. On the 5th of May, the Sun will conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your 5th house, my uh, my dear Capricorns. The Sun rules your 8th house, and Uranus is the planet of surprises. This day, I believe, is particularly sensitive for those of you who have children. If you do have children, then there could be some sort of crisis unfolding in the life of a child. Maybe a child is having kind of like a hard time in, in their life. Uh, maybe they're becoming increasingly rebellious. Uh, maybe they're they're kind of like taking a stand and saying, um, this is what I want to do with my with my life. So you could experience also surprises coming from uh, coming from children. Let's face it, you could also hear of a surprise pregnancy around this time. So don't don't say I didn't I didn't uh, warn you about it. From the 10th of May until the 3rd of June, Mercury, uh, my dear Capricorns, will go retrograde. Mercury rules your sixth house and your ninth house. So between the 10th of May until the 3rd of June, there could be some delays or postponements even uh, when it comes to traveling for business, also when it comes to moving forward with a work-related project. You could also have to travel for business to a place that you have visited in the past with uh, Mercury retrograde kick kicking off essentially in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work and then moving into Taurus into your, into your, fifth, uh, into your fifth house. If you've been kind of like keen and and eager to power through with with a work related project, um, you may experience, of course, things not necessarily moving as fast as you might want them to move when Mercury is retrograde. If you are experiencing slowdowns at work, because you probably will, I would take this time to maybe 
do some do some more fun stuff to do something that you've been um i don't know wanting to do for for a while but you were always super busy uh, it's almost like if work isn't moving at the pace that you want it to move this is offering you a little bit of respite so that you can enjoy yourself for a little bit longer so it seems to be working in your favor then on the 13th of May, Capricorns, the sun will conjunct the north node in Taurus in your fifth house. Um, it does feel like on this day, maybe you connect uh, very, very strongly with something or someone, a person or an activity that sparks a lot of joy in your life. And I realize this is such an overly utilized phrase, but it does feel like that. It, it does feel like you're, you're kind of like onto, uh, onto something here. On the 16th of May, week before week after, we have a full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio, triggering your 11th house, uh, 5th house axis. It's forming harmonious aspects to Neptune and Mars in Pisces in your 3rd house of communication, of news, and so on. But it is forming a tense aspect to Saturn in Aquarius in your second house of income, self-worth, and self-esteem. This could be a time, my dear Capricorns, when some of you, again, hear news of pregnancy or when uh, a child, if you do have children, wraps up an important chapter in their, uh, in their lives. Some of you might be saying goodbye to a friend. Maybe a friend is moving. You're happy for them, but at the same time, you're feeling a little bit alone. Um, it could be a time where you feel like you've got a lot of clarity as to where you want to be moving forward in terms of goals and objectives. And it could also be a time when you feel like you're ready to let go of an old objective. It was an important part of your past, but it no longer is moving forward. I'd also, of course, recommend looking back at your life and thinking um, what was on your mind in terms of like goals, objectives, plans for the future. Um, let's see. Last year, around the 4th of November, and also this year, from the last week of February until the first week of March. Also, um, if you um, remember doing any sort of like group type of activities, getting involved in group, in group activities or collaborating with someone around these times for a paid project, this could be a time around the 16th of May, week before week after, this could be a time when you finalize the project, but maybe you're not 100% mm, super kind of uh, thrilled with how it turned out. Alas, it does seem to be coming to a close, nevertheless. On the 18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune and Pisces in your third house. Let's put it this way. If you can stay off the road on this day, I would stay off the road. Careful, even if you kind of like uh, use a, a bike to travel and so on. I would be wary. Why? Because people can be very distracted on this day. It's like people are with their heads in the clouds and they, they might not be paying a lot of attention. Of course, if you have to commute, then that's that, that makes total sense. But... If you, if you must do it, if you must do it, I would pay attention also to what the other participants to well the traffic are doing because they could be a little bit kind of like lost in their lost in their heads so not maybe not the best day for for kind of like a a short trip I like the 19th of May. Uh, the sun in Taurus in your fifth house is um, trining Pluto and Capricorn in the first house. You seem to be very proud of 
your talents, of what makes you feel special, of what makes you feel unique. And you also seem to find a stronger sense of appreciation for yourself as a result of having overcome probably some some struggles um, as a result of probably having overcome some some very kind of like testing times uh capricorns this is also a very fun day if you want to go and have fun you probably deserve it i mean generally you probably deserve it <laughs> but of course the capricorn mentality and i i relate to this because i'm a moon in capricorn could be Work hard, play hard. So first you have to work hard and then play hard. This is a this is a good day to play hard. 21st of May, uh, the sun moves into Gemini in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. From the 21st of May for the next four weeks, uh, the sun kind of like illuminates your, your um, work sector. I will say the sun is also the ruler of your eighth house. So for the next four weeks, there there could be a sense of, of, of having to kind of like take care of something health-wise. Uh, you could be a little bit worried about something health-wise. Um, it doesn't mean that anything's kind of like wrong. It, it just might feel like a bit of a source of like, oh, I, I, I really need to look into this, a bit of a source of anxiety for, uh, for you. 24th of May, Mars moves into Aries in your fourth house of, of home and family and living situation until the 5th of July. Mars is also the ruler of your 11th house, my dear Capricorns. So it's like you are moving full speed ahead forward with your plans for the future connected with your home and family life and also connected with your living situation. You could be remodeling the house. You could be, um, I don't know, like tearing down the walls. It's like you've got a lot of energy that needs to be spent in the home. So I would recommend doing something physical so that you do not end up fighting with family members because that is also Mars energy. So chat out the energy consciously. 25th of May, I like this day because Mercury and Taurus in the fifth house is trining Pluto and Capricorn in the first house. So you seem to have some, some kind of like uh, um, great creative ideas. You seem to feel very inspired on this day. Um, on the 28th of May, until the 23rd of July, Venus moves into Taurus in your fifth house. A lot of fun to be had. A lot of fun to be had throughout this period. Um, also, romantic relationships are going very well. If you're single, then it's a great time to, to date. It's also a great time to take care of yourself, to take care of your body, to maybe purchase new clothes to kind of like look after uh look look after yourself and and kind of like enjoy the sensual aspects of uh, of life i'm liking it i'm liking it um 29th of may mars is conjunct jupiter in aries in your fourth house it feels like some sort of victory some sort of breakthrough uh, connected with property residence uh, living situ living situation maybe this is a day when you sign some papers if, if you're kind of like moving into a new home um if you're looking for a buyer of of your property it could be a time when you find a buyer so i'm, I'm liking it it's a win home wise and on the 30th of May, three days before, three days after, uh, the new moon in Gemini in your sixth house um, is bringing some sort of new beginning work-wise, but it doesn't feel completely new. It feels like you're starting uh, work on a project or you're starting maybe working with a new team, but maybe you were introduced to this team by someone that you knew already. Maybe... Maybe you've worked on this project before and now you're you're kind of like going through i don't know like a do-over it's like it's like a like it's like a reunion of the old team of 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 the old kind of uh uh gang and and you seem to be um excited to kind of like work with these work with these people again you could also pick back up where you left off uh, some sort of new health related 
set of habits or, or uh, goals. Why do I say that you're probably picking back up where you left off? Because Mercury is retrograde at the time. So it's like, okay, I remember I had to do this for my health. So now I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit to it. And that is my dear Capricorns May for you. Now, if you are an Aquarius sun or an Aquarius rising, my Aquarius brothers and sisters, what does May have in store for us? Oh my God. So many people to meet, so many people to talk to, uh, so much learning to do, so much networking, so many short trips. If you've got siblings, then it's like, it's like they're they're one of your number one priorities and concerns as as we speak. Your mind is like super 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 uh, excited. You're very active in the community this uh, this month, and you also feel inspired to maybe start new projects with with a community, with a local community, uh, with your siblings, uh, with your neighbors. It's like go 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 go. Um, from the 2nd of May until the 28th of May, uh, Venus is uh, transiting through Aries in your third house. So it may feel like people are inclined to kind of like agree with you throughout this period. And any sort of process of learning that you find yourself in, you're enjoying it maybe more than you thought you uh, more than you thought you would. Um, you could also be looking maybe possibly um, to sell a house to sell a property or to buy a property um, because the third house is also connected with sales and Venus is actually the ruler of your fourth house of, of home and property. Communication with family members is also going very, very well throughout this period. Um, it may feel easier to kind of like speak your mind uh, with uh, with Venus in the third uh, Venus in the third house. There could also be a lot of like maybe short distance trips, errands to run for the family throughout this period. But the thing is, you're feeling good about it. You're getting things done. You're moving fast. It's like it's it's energizing. 5th of May, the sun is conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your fourth house. Some sort of surprising development in your home and family life. It could involve a partner. It could involve maybe, if you are in a relationship, the parent of a partner. So it could be some unexpected news. And from the 10th of May until the end of October, until the 28th of October, uh, Jupiter also moves into Aries in your third house. It feels like you're ready throughout this period to broaden your mind, expand your horizons, learn something new, learn a new language, learn a new skill, uh, join a new a new set of like uh, classes and courses. Jupiter for you rules the second house of income and the 11th house of the future. So you may feel super excited to learn, to start learning something new. You may feel inspired to start learning something new because you realize I can actually monetize this. This is good for my, <laughs> for my bank account. This is good for my long-term financial security and, uh, and stability. You could also uh, feel inspired and energized to connect with new people, to expand your network throughout this period. And I can only say, do it because Jupiter rules your financial sector. Uh, so the money that you make through your own work, it may be a very smart uh, move, a very lucrative move to do this. Now, Mercury, however, goes retrograde in your fifth house and then it moves into your fourth house. So it kind of like straddles the two on the 10th of May until the 3rd of June. Mercury rules your fifth house, <clears throat> my dear Aquarius, and also your eighth house. It 
let's put it this way. You may have been feeling, I don't know, like excited to kind of like get, get, get together with like people, talk to new people, communicate, like exchange ideas. But it feels like throughout the period of the retrograde, <clears throat> you may have to deal again with some old issues connected with your home and living situation, maybe connected with your home and family life, connected with paperwork, maybe uh, loans, mortgages and, and things like that. So it's like, go back and do this sign the papers again, resend the papers. Uh, that, that, that seems to be the, the energy of this. If there is a conversation that needs to be had with a family member, um, that especially something that is connected with shared assets and shared resources, it will probably come back from the past for you to address it more in depth between the 10th of May until the 3rd of June. There could also be some sort of like post romantic flame making its way back into your life, of course, because Mercury retrograde also involves this time, your fifth house of romantic love. On the 13th of May, the sun is conjunct uh, the North Node and Taurus in your fourth house. Uh, it feels like uh, some sort of like fated development is taking place for you in your private life. You may also very kind of like strongly connect with what gives you a sense of stability and security in your private life around this time. And this could feel surprising even for you. On the 16th of May, week before, week after, we've got a lunar eclipse in your 10th house of career, also um, activating your fourth house of home in a harmonious aspect to the planets in your second house to, to transiting Neptune and Mars, but in a tense aspect to Saturn in Aquarius in your first house. So something is coming to a close or something is peaking, something is culminating for you career wise, you could be receiving maybe the promotion that you are waiting for, or uh, you could be finally deciding, you know what, I'm done with this company. I no longer want to continue in this direction. You may feel like someone in a position of power, like a boss or a potential boss says, yes, you're valuable. You may feel acknowledged, but at the same time, it may also feel like the end of an era. It's like, I've proven myself in this, uh, in this uh, company. Now I can move on to other, uh, I can move on to other things. There's also a possibility that uh, you may either feel burdened by extra responsibility career-wise and decide you know what, this is, this is, this is not for me. Or you could say yes to a position with more power and more responsibility because it pays better. But on the other hand, you're feeling a little bit weighed down by, by what's on your, uh, by what's on your plate. Um, a career related chapter is culminating at this point in time. It is likely to be linked with something that was unfolding for you career wise either around the 4th of November last year or between the last week of February this year until the first week of March or both. You could also be feeling very drained physically uh, as a result of, of, of kind of like dedicating yourself so much to your, to your uh, career goals, but you're very appreciated. Let's, let's put it, uh, let's put it this way. On the 18th of May, Mars is conjunct Neptune and Pisces in the second house. You may need to um, go through your, your bank statements because there could be some, something kind of like um, 
like a scammer or some sort of issue, maybe someone hacking into your account or something of that nature, you may feel like someone has taken money away from you. Uh, you may feel robbed. Um, it, it might not be a big thing. So you may just feel like, okay, where, what's this expense? I, I never, I never, uh, ordered this, uh, this, uh, I don't know, this, uh, <laughs> um, uh, this uh, this laptop or something like that so do kind of like be careful with that also when you pay when you pay something on this day i would be careful not to over pay because that is a possibility i like the 19th of may good news maybe unexpectedly so um, in, in your home and family life, uh, you seem to be aligned with a partner or um, a consultant such as like a lawyer, an attorney, an accountant uh, seems to give you good news connected with uh, the closure of, of something in, in the area of residence and property and so on. 21st of May for the next four weeks, uh, the sun moves into Gemini in your fifth house. So there's a lot of fun to be had in the next four weeks with partners or potential partners, uh, maybe also with people from the past. Some people from the past. Um, it could be flames, it could be old flames, and so on. Uh, from the 24th of May until the 5th of July, Mars will enter Aries in your third house. So a lot of mental energy to kind of like get things done, uh, run your errands, um, talk to whoever it is that you need to talk, send your point across. You are very... Um, strong and kind of like powerful and how you express yourself careful not to be uh interpreted as kind of like too pushy in your discourse because that's a possibility uh you may also kind of like try to speed your way through things and in a sense that's okay if you're doing things on your own but if you're doing them with others you might move too fast for them so just as just as a bit of an fyi 25th of May, again, some good news connected with your home and uh, and family life. You may kind of like um, have have a heart to heart conversation with someone that uh, that maybe you had a fallout with in, in the family in the past and you seem to kind of like be mending things. Uh, 27th of May, Venus and Aries in the third house is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in the 12th. Uh, there could be some disruption on the road. Um, you may also feel... Like you need to kind of like defend a point of view. Um, you may feel you may feel a little bit triggered by a conversation with someone. You might feel like you need to defend it, uh, but it it it's probably you getting triggered because of something that maybe ha happened in your past in a relationship with your family and and so and so on. So do kind of like choose your battles because you do seem to be quite verbally combative from the twenty fourth of May until the fifth of July with also Mars in your third house of communication. Venus moves into Taurus in your fourth house of home from the 28th of May until the 23rd of, of June. Beautiful, beautiful period. Home-wise, family-wise, buy things for the home if you if you must. Redecorate, uh, create a, a beautiful space, a beautiful environment because Venus is on your side and it's kind of like helping you find the best deals, uh, the, the, the most beautiful objects and so on. Mars is conjunct Jupiter and Aries in the third house. It feels like you, you're you're scoring a win here, a win that is connected with maybe you trying to sell something, to persuade someone, or to learn something. Uh, this could also be a time when you maybe buy a new car, purchase and purchase a new uh, purchase a new car. And on the thirtieth of May, three days before, three days after, there is a new one in Gemini in the fifth house with Mercury retrograde at the time in your fourth house of home. Um, it may feel like 
possibly, possibly you are reaching a very good place in terms of communication with a family member, maybe a family member that you did not have that good a relationship uh, with in the past. This could also be a time when you start uh, learning in private, maybe at home, something that really, really stimulates your mind and also something that helps you better communicate with, with, with family members and maybe better understand family members. It also, it could feel like a time when you rediscover, and I know that sounds that sounds strange. You may reconnect once again with an activity or um, a group of people or a person that used to bring you a lot of joy in your childhood, and it feels so exciting because it feels like this could be this activity or this person could be a big part of your life once again, and you're like, yes, I like this, I want more of this. So, so I'm liking it over overall. My dear Pisces, Pisces suns and Pisces risings, what does May look like for you? It's a very exciting month, a very exciting month, a very active month, especially in your financial sector. You've got money on your mind, uh, you are dealing with financial, uh, financial issues, you're hustling, you're spending money, it's like, <laughs> All systems go in that uh, in in that direction. There's also some some kind of like developments and and news possibly a sense of like renewal that you're experiencing when it comes to educational matters, uh, when it comes to travel related um, matters. But again, I am getting ahead of myself. Uh, let me flag probably one of the most important transits of, of the month and of the year, Jupiter, your ruling planet, Pisces, and also the ruler of your 10th house of career. Jupiter moves into Aries in your second house of income, self-worth, and self-esteem. From the 10th of May until the 20th of October, Jupiter has not been in this part of your chart since June of 2010. So Jupiter spends approximately one year in each sign and it uh, it enters, um, it, it transits a sign roughly once every 12 years. So pretty much from the 10th of May until the end of October, you will probably, um, as I said, feel inspired to hustle more, to make more money, there is a high chance that you may attract more money into your life. But also you might be feeling a lot more generous than you normally do because you are naturally quite, uh, quite, quite generous and uh, you do share a lot of what you have with, with others. There's a great opportunity of growing how much money you make and also of developing possibly a new talent that you can utilize in your professional life moving forward and that can help you grow professionally in the long run. If you feel inspired to learn something, if you feel inspired to pursue a new financial opportunity, I would do it. Just putting it just putting it out there. Jupiter in Aries says you're 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 either bold and and jump and take the leap and leave fear at the door or you're you might miss your train. <laughs> you might miss 
an exciting, exciting, exciting opportunity. Jupiter in Aries demands a lot of courage from, from us. The only kind of like challenge with Jupiter in Aries in the second house is that you might be prone to overspending. So you could be making more money throughout this period. You could be attracting more money, but you could also um, spend more than you normally do. Venus is also going to be in your second house of income. So it's like... Money's making its way to you, but you're also inclined to to spend it on on uh, uh, let's say uh, going out uh, on uh, maybe kind of like uh, uh, treating your your colleagues, your your siblings, maybe treating your your local community, your group of people, uh, treating them to kind of like drinks or like uh, social outings and uh, so on. You could also spend money on beautiful things with the with Venus in the second house from the second of May until the twenty eighth of May, but. I do believe that there is a higher expression to every transit and every placement and every planetary energy. It feels like you're stepping very much throughout May into a growth mindset. It's like, I don't have to spend less. I can make more. And I love that. I, I, I love that about this energy. The sun will conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your third house on the 5th of May. The sun for you, my dear Pisces rules your sixth house of day-to-day -day work there could be an unexpected opportunity coming your way uh, work-wise there could also be an unexpected opportunity for you to start learning something so for you maybe to take over some some um tasks some responsibilities that belong to someone else but all of a sudden they fall in your lap and you're like you could freak out or you could see it as an opportunity to grow in a very kind of like quick paced manner that's how i see this also from the 10th of May until the 3rd of June, Mercury is going to go retrograde in your fourth house of home and also in your third house. Mercury rules your fourth house of home and your seventh house of partnerships. From the 10th of May until the 3rd of June, you may need to rediscuss some home-related matters with a partner. Maybe you thought you had agreed on them. Maybe... Uh, your life partner's circumstances have changed, so you need to have a new conversation. Maybe uh, things are kind of like slowing down a little bit in terms of your plans, home and family-wise, uh, because there is something happening in your partner's life that needs to be dealt with straight away, my, uh, my dear Pisces. You may also... If you're looking to sell a house or if you're looking to kind of like uh, rent something, you might have to postpone the whole thing for, for, for a short amount of time or you might have to keep looking even though you thought the, the deal was done whilst Mercury is uh, whilst Mercury is retrograde. Possibly, possibly, possibly. On the 13th of May, the Sun is conjunct the North Node and Taurus in your third house. It feels like on this day, probably in a work environment or in a in a health environment, I don't know if you're going to the gym, it may feel like you're you're talking to someone or you're having like a casual conversation. And through this this kind of like casual conversation, you have an aha moment where you realize, oh my god, I did never think of that. Now that you put it this way, a lot of what I was struggling with makes sense. So there can be a sense of like fated, fated conversations happening on this day. 16th of May, three, well, a week before a week after, because it's obviously an eclipse, we have a full moon lunar eclipse uh, triggering your axis of traveling and learning. 
the eclipse is in a harmonious aspect with the planets in your first house neptune and mars transiting your first first house but in a tense aspect to saturn and aquarius in your 12th house a few things you could wrap up a work maybe not a work-related project something that you've worked on really hard that is connected with your education. So you might hand in your thesis, for instance. You might graduate. Uh, you may receive news uh, as to whether you have or haven't been accepted to a specific um, program, an, an educational program. There's good news and there's not so, not so great news. On the one hand, maybe you're not exactly receiving the result that you wanted to receive. On the other hand, this seems to make room in your life for you to focus on what truly matters to you educationally, um, maybe something that you truly believe in. So if you applied, let's say, to several universities and you didn't get accepted into your first option, for instance, you might get accepted into another um, another university, which is actually in the long run likely to feel a lot more suitable for what truly matters to you. So you may resonate with it a lot more. If you need to travel around this time, there could be there could be struggles there could be delays something could be something could get postponed saturn might um, throw in i don't know something of an institutional nature uh something of a bureaucratic nature that makes things a, a little bit a tad difficult a little bit difficult at this time it could be the time to retire your car it could be the time to sell a car um, it's it's possible like i said if you do need to travel allow things to, to flow allow things to unfold if if you ask me and do maybe arrive earlier rather than uh, rather than later this can also feel like a time when you're ready to let go of a limiting belief um, maybe something that was part of your belief system for for such a long time it was something that was weighing very heavily on your shoulders it was something that was maybe causing even mental health issues but alas you realize this is not something that you're aligned with anymore and that's okay we don't have to identify with our beliefs um, i would certainly recommend that we don't because our beliefs evolve over time so identifying with our current beliefs might leave us in some sort of identity crisis moving forward you could also hear news um, coming from from a court of law even if it's not fully 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 what you think um, would be the right thing to kind of like occur on the other hand you may feel relieved that whatever legal or judicial kind of like uh embroilment you embroilment you were in you may feel relieved that it's coming to a close it's like okay it's done i'm i can i can move on with my life on the 18th of may uh, mars is conjunct neptune and pisces in the first house uh, you may feel super emotional you may feel like you want to cry a lot on this day allow yourself to cry all the anger out of your body because it's probably going to feel very cleansing you might also feel, I hate to say it, but you may feel bullied by someone on this day. You know what, if you do, you, you have the right to reassert your boundaries. You don't have to be the martyr. You don't have to um, squash your own anger and, and uh, dissolve your own boundaries just because... I don't know you're a good you're a good person and you're thinking oh maybe the person in front of me is going through a tough time in in their life no no no. you are you have the right 
to have strong defenses and strong boundaries yourself. So just putting it out there, just putting it on your radar. 19th of May, I like this day. The Sun in Taurus in your uh, in your third house is trining Pluto and Capricorn in the 11th house. Some, some super, super kind of like uh, uh, positive flowing energy um, and some great ideas coming out of maybe um, a brainstorm at work. Uh, you're getting together maybe with, with colleagues or you're getting together with a team of people and you feel like you've got real chemistry. You're getting things done. Um, you speak the same language. It's a very kind of like fulfilling day in, in terms of communication with, with, uh, with the colleagues and coworkers in general. From the 21st of May, 21st of May, for the next four weeks, uh, the sun moves into Gemini in your fourth house, um, essentially illuminating uh, matters connected with home and family life. So you may feel drawn to deal with this, these a lot more, maybe to kind of like travel, to, to catch up with family and so on, maybe to do things around the house. From the 24th of May until the 5th of July, Mars moves into Aries in your second house and it's like, okay, you're like, go, 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 chase the money, go after it. You, you may also be very quick to spend money throughout this entire, uh, throughout this entire period. Um, Mars rules your ninth house also, so you could be spending money a lot on travels or travel-related uh, travel related matters. You could also be feeling very motivated throughout this period to prove yourself, to prove that you're valuable, to prove that you're worthy, to prove that you know what you're doing, and to prove that you are a strong enough leader. 25th of May, I like this day also because Mercury and Taurus in your third house is trining Pluto and Capricorn in the 11th. You could be catching up with like childhood friends or um, an old uh, group of colleagues that you used to work with. And it feels good to like talk about the things that you're interested in and maybe to talk about the future, to talk about your plans. It's like, how, how would you do this? You're, you could be getting some sound advice from friends, from colleagues. So I like it. I like it. A very good day also for collaborative projects uh, that involve writing, that involve um, communication, selling, marketing, and, and so on. 27th of May, uh, you might spend a little bit more money than you have available um, when you go out with friends. So Venus in Aries in the second house is going to square Pluto and Capricorn in the 11th. Uh, an outing with friends or an outing together with, with, with a wider group of people might cost more than, uh, than it's necessary because you may want to be the generous one. You may want to kind of like prove that, yeah, yeah, you're taking care of everyone. You're like buying drinks and like paying for the whole meal. And it's like, is, is it really necessary? That's, that's kind of like my question. If you're coming from that kind of like growth mindset, maybe it is. Maybe maybe it's okay. You could feel a little bit burnt after this day financially, though. On the 28th of May until the 23rd of June, Venus moves into Taurus in your third house. Venus is the ruler of your third house and of your eighth house. Um, throughout this entire period, conversations about shared resources, shared assets, loans, mortgages, inheritance, investments, they seem to be super productive. They seem to be going your way. Um, if you need to persuade people uh, of, of your opinion, they're probably going to be uh, more, much more easily swayed. If you're looking to buy something, to purchase something, uh, do talk to people, do reach out to your connections because you may have someone coming into your life and saying, I've got the perfect thing or I've, I've found exactly what you needed. 
29th of May, Mars is conjunct Jupiter and Aries in the second house. Some sort of like win financially. Oh, it feels like a victory. It feels like a breakthrough. It could be a winning idea. It could be a winning initiative. It could be a winning opportunity. And you deciding to kind of like take some sort of risk and say, I'll do it. Let's see where this takes us. 30th of May, three days before, three days after, the new moon in Gemini in your fourth house of home and family and living situation is happening at the same time with Mercury retrograde. In Taurus, in your third house. Okay, okay. So let's see, let's see, let's see. It feels like you have finally agreed with a partner on something connected with your home and family life. It feels like you're finally on the same page. Um, you could also feel like you're turning a new leaf, maybe in relationship with your own parents, in the relationship with your own parents, uh, maybe in the in the relationship with your siblings. It could feel like you you you're finally getting over something that maybe was was uh, a bit of a sticky point between uh, between you. You feel excited to start this new chapter in your home and family life where the flow of communication is working so much better than it used to work in the past. You could also feel inspired to maybe move closer to home or um, to maybe reconnect with someone from your past, like an old colleague, a colleague from school. Um, and it kind of like gives you this sense of like renewed inner stability and security, my uh, my dear uh, my dear Pisces. So overall, I like it, folks. I hope you have enjoyed your May horoscope. Uh, don't forget, don't forget, you can also follow me on Instagram. My handle on Instagram is at ruxunbelievable. So at ruxunbelievable. If you want to work with me, if you want to book a one-hour live Zoom consultation in which we can uh, analyze your natal chart uh, or look at your head together or do both, kind of like divide our time or look into your compatibility with someone, into your synastry, you can find me again on my website, which is written in the stars-astrology.com. That is written in the stars in one word, dash astrology.com. I'm obviously going to leave it in the description box as well and in the comment section. And last but not least, in May, I am running the uh, Astrological Forecasting with Transits uh, course. Uh, when I'm filming this, there's still a few slots left. Um, I'm filming, I'm wrapping this, uh, this, this video on the 27th of April, but there are limited spaces available. So if you do want to take your astrological practice to the next level as an astrology student, uh, this is probably the course for you. You're going to learn how to build a forecast from the ground up using transits. And we're also going to learn together about uh, solar returns. Um, it's uh, a five part course but you do not have to attend the five uh, parts uh, live because the uh, classes will also be recorded. However, I would love for you to attend uh, live so you can ask questions and, and all of that. This is not a course for beginners, uh, if, if, uh, um, if, if you're wondering. So this is a course for those who already have a solid foundation, a good foundation of, uh, of uh, the kind of like houses, signs, uh, elements, planets. So the, the the core of natal chart interpretation. Enjoy May. 
and let us know in the comments how uh, how this has unfolded for you. And if you haven't subscribed, please do. What are you waiting for? Yeah. I'll see you next time, folks. Bye.